First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app you use. And twitch.tv slash Up Next Podcast. Hello, Twitch and YouTube room. Hello, Twitch and, and YouTube. YouTube.com slash Up Next. Yeah. Sorry, we're all, we're all in a fluster here. We're all in a fluster. And not the BDE. Yeah, uh, so uh, we just went on a vacation. Hi, we're Brayden and Davey. We'll talk about NXT tonight, but there's a lot to talk about. I mean, right now, we are not in the BDE. We're in a makeshift BDE. We're trying our best. We're actually in an Air BDE, an Airbnb DE. So basically, uh, while we were away for our trip to New York, which we'll get into, uh, there was a, a renovation starting on our apartment. And uh, as you guys know, we're roommates, we live together, and we basically were like, okay, uh, that means when we come back from our trip, we're going to be in some sort of place to be until the rental. Temporary. Yeah. yeah. So our landlord put us in a Airbnb, and uh, after uh, getting back from our trip, it's like a whole new trip. So, I mean, if you're watching on the YouTube or Twitch, we don't have our set. We're just in uh, a nice little condo in uh, the Junction in Toronto. It's amazing the stuff you, like, forget. Like, it's so easy. Living at home, it's, oh, we need this for the show. We need this. Yeah. It's, we got to today and we're like, fuck, we don't, we didn't bring the camera. Yeah, <laughs> like, I had to go back so, to get the, <laughs> the camera and the tripod. So, so. Apologize, uh, apologies to those watching live being a little late today because we had to figure out a set. Like, we, we always get the overrun yeah. with NXT and we're like, fuck, how are we doing this? We realize we've only got one extension cable between us. Yeah. So we've... We've completely rearranged this living room for for this show tonight, and and we're wearing our Pasta Lovers Times Square T-shirts, which are brilliant. But looking at our set, maybe not yeah. the best idea because we're just white on white on white. We're just wearing white T-shirts <laughs> with a white background. Yeah, uh, so it's been a it's been an interesting couple of uh, days okay. since returning back to our city, just because uh, it's been a little. It's not been great uh, for us, actually. So uh, we're finally in this Airbnb, and uh, we're going to be here for the next few days. So we're going to be recording some po- shows. It's probably going to be two of these up yeah. next uh, on it's makeshift at this place. Yeah. So uh, hey, you wanna you wanna send a coffee or a or a seltzer our way? Patreon.com slash up next. Yes. Five indeed. bucks a month. The gift that gives us the gift of keep giving you gifts. Well, I think that's a, a great transition because <laughs> it is patreon.com slash up next for this month. But if you were at the post-wrestling five-year anniversary show in yeah. Newark, New Jersey this past Saturday, which we'll, we'll go into in a little bit, we made a, a big announcement. And I think it's time to give the big announcement live on up next as well. Yeah, huge announcement. If you are a patron and you've been listening to our shows, you've definitely been cued in on what kind of is happening. No, up next is not going away. Mm-hmm. It's never going to go away. By God, we're going to talk about NXT until I can't talk no more forever. Exactly. We'll always talk about NXT. Which will last longer, you or NXT? NXT. <laughs> NXT for sure at, at this rate. Yeah. Uh, no, so we'll always be doing up next. It's a show that will never, ever go away. But... Uh, we kind of want to branch our wings and kind of, uh, escape using, uh, NXT and basically our, our name and branding. And if you know us, 
We like to call ourselves the BDE. Well, wouldn't you know it? That's a name that's been taken. So we've been working on uh, a whole new, basically a whole new podcast feed, a whole new everything. In fact, it'll stay this feed. Just some of the names will be changing. Yeah. So if you're already a, a Patreon subscriber, don't worry. You don't need to do anything. cancel and sign up to anything new. Everything should knock on wood, yes. seamlessly transition over at the beginning of next month, where we'll no longer be up next. But yes, we will be going forward with a podcast channel that will be run exclusively by myself and Davey and uh, featuring some brand new shows, some shows that you may already hear. But the, the podcast channel and the brand we are now going forward is calling ourselves the Poison Rana podcast so poison rana you will get hit with so yeah we'll always be and the we'll, bd we'll be hitting you over the head with this stuff oh, yeah. as well going into the new month uh qxt yeah. nightclub <laughs> if you're if you're watching this on twitch or youtube you may have seen the unveiling of our logo yeah uh, just before the show started and we'll, we'll put it on our socials and everything for you you all to see but yes poison rana moving forward we're super excited this is something we've talked about for like over a year yeah i think this this kind of change um, we finally are pulling the trigger. We're, we're crazy excited about it. Yeah. Uh, Robert Pearson, who we'll definitely talk about a bit more. He's done a lot of work for post wrestling, obviously, and for us. And he, uh, and us work together to make this awesome logo with the frog and skull and crossbones. And it's just awesome. We're going to have, uh, brand new shows. We're going to basically, I'll let you know, BD Elite will soon cease to exist. We will be doing one tomorrow night. Uh, but that show basically uh, will become uh, a show that we just basically do uh, a week of some wrestling talk. So the the Poison Rana show will basically be us uh, uh, talking about everything that we kind of do already on that show. So yeah, so I, I think in doing so we can like cut down a bit of like the news stuff at the beginning of up next. But we'll have essentially like a a new style show. We'll absolutely be covering Dynamite in quite a bit of detail on that show. So. Yeah. BD Elite is kind of just changing, but it, it means we can have some more fun. We can dive into ridiculous rumors that have been going around. We can uh, maybe throw some interviews on there and things like that. So uh, a bit of a change of format, but I think it's one that I'm pretty excited about. And it, it lets us to really go a bit more in detail about some stuff that sometimes we skip over a bit at the beginning of these shows. Yeah, I'd say uh, inspiration of it would be the the original law, mm. uh, basically having different segments and talking about different stuff. So uh, that's going to be a project that you will be seeing in the coming future here at Up Next. Uh, Poison Rana, you're about to get hit with it. So can't wait to, to share all that fun stuff that we're going to be doing. So podcast galore. And uh, yeah, but if you're already following, uh, we'll be changing over some things. But uh, for now, you know where to, to find us at Up Next Podcast so far. See, we don't want NXT's just been rubbed through the mud and the colorful paint so much that we're just running away from we're it. gonna get pretty colorful too to our logo is pretty yeah. colorful yeah i mean it fits us we're we are a quite a poison rana i mean mm. it's the best move in wrestling so we just decided it sounds cool so why not uh so yeah that that's some changes that are coming in the future but don't worry up next will not not disappear because that will just continue to be a show where we're talking about nxt which we will dive into but i mean yeah we told the people uh last saturday in new york new jersey at this post wrestling five-year anniversary and uh it was it was quite a show it, it was, was a lot of fun yeah uh i i don't know if we'll uh i think robert might be working on ways we can maybe put the audio out there for the show uh but we did play one of our games 
and a title was defended. That's right. Uh, and and hopefully at some point we'll, we'll say it eventually, but uh, hopefully some point we'll be able to uh, post that. It got well. yeah, it got wild. It yeah. turned into uh, a pretty crazy game, pretty and uh, yeah, I mean it was awesome. Basically, John Away did this this party. Robert Pearson, real digital man. These guys uh, definitely know what they're doing. They are an incredibly talented group of people, and we were just uh, happy to be like the uh, curtain jerkers there. And we uh, talked a bit to the crowd. We played these games, which was a lot of fun. We got some laughs. That's pretty much what we do this for anyways the pops we're, we're like funny as fuck to be honest yeah we're pretty we're, hilarious we're funny people yeah 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 hire us for your weddings and bar mitzvahs yeah and whatever else you need two funny guys all uh, we ask is we can plug yeah yeah plug always plug in yeah make sure you always at least one plug for wedding yeah wait till we get these frogs on a hoodie you're all gonna get the plugs for that or in a veil (laughs) a veil (laughs) yeah for the wedding for the wedding uh this was this was a a a fun event basically we we were there john away did a live show we were part of this and we got to meet so many listeners finally got to to meet people in person this was the post-wrestling multiverse come to life this was everything uh, it could have dreamed of. It made me so happy and gave me all the warm fuzzies inside. Getting to meet people for the first time, like Andrew Thompson. He's been a part of post wrestling and part of our little podcast, you know, fun as well. So just to finally it, get to meet him was great. Yeah, it was definitely the highlight of the trip was kind of hanging out, meeting all these people we've been podcasting with for, for years now. It was, it was bizarre because like I, I, we went for for dinner on the Friday, and yeah. that was kind of the first time that Pasta lovers. the Avengers assembled. Right, uh, shout out Pasta Lovers, shout out Juan Carlos, um, <laughs> and yeah, we uh, Andrew Thompson was there, and I said to him, "Is this? Have you met anyone here before?" And he was like, "Uh, let me think. Let, no, no, oh. I haven't." And and there's this such this weird thing because we've we've been chatting, especially kind of over the pandemic and stuff, where we've really got to know these people sometimes it takes you a second before you realize oh hang on i haven't actually ever met you in person before it's but it's i've talked weird. to you over zoom i talked to you times, i, I don't feel like it's this awkward hi or who are yeah. you it's just like oh it's, it's benno it's andrew yeah dude it was so awesome and benno was another one i couldn't wait to to meet him and mm-hmm. shout out the grapple lads and uh man that was awesome stephanie chase as well wh park was on his best behavior oh yeah john Cena. he was in great form yeah he, he he impressed for sure uh john Cena, you know part of our crew as well fantastic uh jordan goodman fantastic stuff he's gonna be a big part of uh our podcast podcast channel yeah. going forward as well uh it was a whole mike murray and the girls mike murray and his kids man yeah. the whole thing was there uh yeah uh and oh scrump scrump, scrump was, was there. there yeah dude every everything was just hidden man it was awesome and it was just so cool to kind of meet all these people in this weird wrestling niche world of podcasting i owe scrump eight bucks oh yeah uh oh I, for the shirt i paid for this shirt but i forgot to pay him for Juan carlos's shirt oh man so we got uh when when went to New York for Grand Slam, John Cena, Dicky, and I went to this this bar which was next to our hotel called Pasta Lovers. Yeah. and we didn't actually try the food. We just sat at the bar and drank mar- espresso martinis, okay, and got chatting to the bartender Juan, Juan Carlos. Carlos, who was wonderful. So when we were trying to book a restaurant for this Friday night, I thought, ah, let's just try there, and it was it was very nice. Um, so we we made Juan Carlos <laughs> one of these T-shirts, really ridiculous. handed it to him. He was delighted. He, he looked ecstatic. He broke down. He cried. Yeah. So my plan next year is I need a photo of him. us wearing the shirt with Juan Carlos holding up the shirt. 
And that's going to become a shirt. the shirt right. that we give him next year. Let's hope he still works there. And then every year it's like, it's like, what wasn't there that, isn't there a Macaulay Culkin uh, with yeah. Brian Gosling? Yeah, yeah. They put each other on shirts yeah. and stuff. I want to yeah. do that. Uh, hopefully he's still there. They did share the photo. Yeah. On their account, which is hilarious. They love it. Our waiter wasn't sure. He was, he He's thought we were taking mad. the piss out of them. Yeah. And we were like, no, 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 you don't understand. We love pasta. We love pasta. This <laughs> place is meant for us. Pasta lovers. Uh, yeah. Uh, New York was a trip. I mean, we did, uh, a, a lot of stuff. We are going to do BD Elite tomorrow, chatting about tomorrow night's dynamite. So we'll leave all the, Hold the, the full AEW gear full yeah. gear chat and, and chit chat for, for tomorrow night on that show. So listen to that show on this feed. But New York, like as a whole, like I got to really, I just like exploring and going around and eating fantastic food. And, uh, I, it was just a, a wondrous week. And I'm now I'm, you always get the like when you're back from vacation, like, oh man. Yeah. Just want to be back eating pizza. Yeah. I unfortunately had food poisoning for <laughs> a good three days, uh, which kind of put, cause a big part of it for me, I love when I travel, I love eating. Yeah. I love looking up, like going on, like, Reddit and BuzzFeed and that sort of thing and trying right. to find out little kind of places to eat and things to try. And unfortunately, that was my, my time was cut short with right. that, yeah. uh, which was a real shame. But it's also New York. So I'm not I'm not crazy mad because yeah. I know I'll be back in New York. If I was at a place I'd never been to before and may never go to again, I'd have been pretty mad. But yeah, it was it was disappointing. But the main things was made it to dinner. Uh, made it to full gear, made it to the anniversary. Do you think it's, do you think it was, uh, karma that you got food poisoning when you, uh, went to hang out with your ex? Yeah. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I'm breaking a fourth wall, yeah. but I was just thinking of that today. I'm like, it's odd you got food poisoning, uh, while, uh, yeah, like maybe it was stomach, but I don't know, but it, someone it was telling like you it's, it's, you were, you were the, hey, the, the tempted fruit. What is it? The, we're live again? Yeah. Oh, we're live again. Wow, great. Fantastic that the the one thing we requested in uh, this, uh, hey, we need somewhere to stay while there's a renovation. We just need Wi-Fi. We work from We home. requested a few things, but yeah, we enough. thought those few things were pretty, pretty fucking obvious things. Yeah, a like kitchen. Kitchen in our same city. Wi-Fi. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, I mean, uh, we mentioned off the top, we do this thing where we create content and we charge you a paywall <laughs> thing that actually goes into our bank accounts uh patreon.com slash up next uh to support starving artists who may or may not have a home uh so um welcome back to the show we're live again which means uh there's people hopefully watching this yeah, somehow, um, some way. What were we talking about? <laughs> well, I was talking about how you, uh, you we went to New York and. Oh, uh, you, you, okay. You're talking about karma. <laughs> yeah. That, about how uh, you I got, got food poisoning after I saw my ex. And then somehow you. you <laughs> someone's gr- testing you us, brother. You're breaking the fourth wall and talking about that to Dude, our listeners. Someone's testing kills us. Kills the internet. Something, someone is, someone's testing us, brother. That's it. Someone's going to get a bang on the door soon, dude. Shut the Can fuck you up. Shut up. <laughs> We're like, oh, yeah. We have to talk about NXT, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. uh, So uh, hopefully this internet works. Hey, maybe we won't stream again. But uh, when it rains, it pours. (laughs) So uh, the good thing is this Airbnb has a uh, nice little balcony. We get a nice view of the skyline. It'll calm us down after. (laughs) All right. (laughs) We'll have a couple Heineken. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We'll be fine. Uh, but yeah, uh, this past weekend was a complete trip. And anyone uh, that we crossed path with, whether it was at the post, 
five anniversary, whether it was during the week or at Pass Lovers or at the Full Gear pay per view. I just want to say shout out to yeah, all you people. You all know who wonderful. you are. Everyone, there's too many people to name, but I had such a fantastic time. Uh, so that was just a whole favorite thing. And Robert Pearson, Real Digital, can't say thanks enough. Frank coming through with the hats. Frank got us BSK hats. Man, it was yeah. a wild time. Uh, I had a lot of pizza. I didn't get any food poisoning, That's which good. which uh, I would say I had some of the best Chinese food. Uh, I never went to like Chinatown in New York. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right. I used TikTok to find good places. And uh, we're going to get Poison Ron on TikTok, by the way, everybody. But yeah, uh, I had a fantastic week um, and I, it was so much fun uh, to just get to hang out and talk with all the people that we are in this whole post-universe stuff. So it, it really meant a lot to me. So it was it was great. It was awesome. It was really great. So we'll, we'll talk about Full Gear and uh, all the other fun stuff because there's crazy stuff going on in wrestling right now, it seems like. We got Wrestle Kingdom. To- uh, sorry. Most Will- excited I've been about a New Japan card. For, for sure. Oh, like years it feels look the flights today like suddenly <laughs> yeah uh a few matches that have been announced that yeah. obviously omega osprey yeah is huge like that's the real main event there yeah um that's going to be incredible we know they've been building it we've been seeing it on sort of AEW and twitter and stuff but that's super exciting um but Kyrie Kairi tamnakano she's going to be on as there. well that sounds great uh zach saber jr renarita sounds great um, Jay White Okada. Yeah, they've had some which will be matches. good. They, yeah. They've had good matches. It just doesn't feel fresh. But the the undercard sounds really exciting. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm super excited about that show. We'll definitely talk about Full Gear and all that uh, tomorrow night. Carry on, my wayward son has been mm-hmm. on repeat uh, a lot the past few days. Uh, so uh, what else was there? Oh man, um, rest in peace. Pour one out for Jason David Frank. Yeah, Tommy Oliver, the mm-hmm. Green Ranger, the White Ranger. Uh, really sad story. Uh, but yeah, like power, we we've done a couple of we've, we've done, done two, Power Ranger two Power Rangers reviews somewhere out there. Um, we were like both big fans as kids, and like yeah, um, Tommy was kind of you know like I watched Power Rangers before I watched wrestling. And he yeah. was like you know one of my childhood wrestlers almost. He's and, the the hot young baby face, mm. the biggest one. I mean, yeah, he was a huge part. I was a huge part of my childhood watching Power Rangers, and Tommy was. Uh, the best. I actually, uh, had the pleasure of meeting him, uh, one time at a, I think it was Niagara Falls Comic Con. And he was an angel. He was a sweetheart. So very, very, very sad. I know he, uh, when I talked to him, we talked about, uh, you know, battling demons and, you know, living your life and all that, you know, yeah, fun loving stuff. So, uh, real sad to hear about that. Uh, you ever watch his fight where, uh, he, he won his fight in real quick, his first fight. Uh, when everyone's like, wow, the Power Ranger is actually going to fight his opponent put on a Ninja Turtle onesie. Okay. To like mock him. And he ended up fucking him up in like the first <laughs> round, which was just so funny. So, I mean, he's done, he's done a lot and he was supposed to fight Ethan Page in Hamilton and then backed out of it. Yeah. Okay. I remember that. That was something he, he was, he was the one who kept trying to get CM Punk's first UFC fight. Right. He was yeah, like, I, I could, yeah. I could kick his ass, which I, I believe possibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, rest in peace because we, we, we love our Power Ranger stuff over here. So that was definitely a, a whole sad one. Um, we also got to pour one out for the original version of Rebel Heart. Yeah. I saw on Raw Johnny coming out to a, a cover. Yeah. I, I mean, I love the original, but I don't, uh, I don't know. I, I saw a lot of like hate online and I'm like, it sounds fine. It's just a, a different voice. Yeah. Like at least they haven't changed the song. 
you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know whether Is it it's... downstate? <laughs> I don't know whether it's just because, you know, they, they're kind of getting rid of all that old music. Like, was it CFO, I think? Yeah. Did that. So, um, whether that's the case or just to kind of freshen him up or whatever. But, yeah. Like, I like the original, but I've not listened to this one, like, on Spotify yet. Yeah, it's not out yet. So. so, I've just heard it from that raw clip, but I don't know. I'm not as mad as... Everyone's yeah, saying. like, look, I really love that version, but I guess if there's like licensing issues or something, yeah. then they had to redo it, then they have to, but it's not like it sounded completely different. No. I know it's a different band or something. Like, but- I take this over his, you know, heel NXT song. <laughs> yeah, that, 100%. Yeah, for sure. Uh, definitely. I, I thought that was interesting. You know, we love Johnny, and then not so much loving Johnny Lose to Omos. Uh, yeah. Has the Triple H honeymoon phase completely phased out? Not yet. Not yet. It's war games. Is he like we're gonna start seeing him? Is he gonna start growing like a Vince haircut and stuff and be like, we're like, uh oh, he's transforming. He's turning. I don't know, like Johnny. He's turning. The way he's been looking after Johnny. Uh, I have, I have some high hopes. Uh, I think I'm gonna check out War Games this weekend. Yeah, looks pretty good. I'm, I'm really excited for it. Um, unfortunately, I'm working, so I'm not gonna be able to watch it live. Yeah, I think, yeah, the the men's war games especially. Like, I'm, I'm curious with the whole sammy ko thing yeah because there's there's that the the uh, it's kind of ko with all these like brits yeah <laughs> it seems like am i wrong like it's what it's yeah uh, it's, it's drew seamus yeah uh, fridge and and pete <laughs> right yeah love it yeah it sounds great no, I, I think it'll be really fun um i think what i like about it is it's what I what I had interest, and we'll talk about Full Gear tomorrow, but what I had interest with that main event was there were so many different ways you could go with the finish, with the whole MJF teasing being babyface, and is the firm going to get involved? Is he actually a babyface? Will Regal get involved? Right. Like, I, I liked that. It, it gave a kind of curiosity to the match. And that's kind of where I think it is with, with this. I, I'm going to predict that... Um, Sammy and Kevin will deliberately not like fight. They won't right. pair off. And then at the end, like Roman gives like Jay the nod or something and he super kicks Sammy. Oh. And they start beating down on Sammy and they kind of force Kevin to quit for his team oh. to save Sammy. Damn. And that can start the split. Heartless. And can start the build for like Kevin and Sammy maybe going for the tag title. Elimination chamber. Yeah. I don't know if it's too soon because Sammy's like super, super hot, hot with the with the bloodline, but I feel like this is the good like dramatic like playground you can right. do it on. That, that's my that's my theory. And then they just go, "Sorry, Sammy, it was just to win." You, yeah, you know that. And then he goes, "Yeah, all right," and still, yeah, because the bloodline will win. Yeah, yeah, and they can still fuck with him after. Yeah. Uh, what about the women's war games? Is it going to be Sasha Banks returning in Boston? I don't think so. Now they're announcing it on Friday, which means it's going to be what Beth Phoenix. I I can see it being Beth. Yeah, I think I think if Sasha was returning at the pay per view, I think they'd keep it as a surprise for the pay per view. And I think this is to kind of like not have fans like be super yeah, disappointed yeah. and hijack the show or exactly. whatever. That doesn't mean Sasha can't return at another point. Sure, like both Sasha and Naomi could come out after the match or whatever. Um, I I think it like Sasha's been teasing stuff, so I feel like a return is it imminent for them. But yeah, I, I think Beth actually makes more sense with the whole story with Rhea Rhea being on the team. 
I just want to see EO jump off stuff. She'll jump off. Stuff. They need they need more footage that's not NXT for will these she, four games. Will promos. she jump off with the trash can? Yeah, she, she yeah. better. She'll she'll even one up it for sure. You know EO is going to be on some stuff. Uh, the card the card looks pretty good with those two war games matches and then AJ versus Finn Balor. Like just oh yeah, like they should Fuck have yeah. a good match as well. Uh, so yeah, I'm kind of interested in seeing uh, some of those matches, especially the the two war games matches. Mm. Those are always super fun and. Sly way to sneak in our cheap plug because we're going to be doing a retro war games review on our Patreon this week. It is the 25th. Everyone's going to talk about 25 years of the Montreal screw, screw job. So why not? Yawn, heard that one before. <laughs> well, no one's talking about the 25th anniversary of WCW Fall Brawl 1997 War Games. Yes. I mean, it's not quite the end of it. I think this took place in like June it was, or something like that. I think but it was like two months ago, a month ago. Okay. But yeah. it's 25 years. And we, it's we're war talking games. about war games. Uh, NWO, you know, that, that classic NWO team of Kevin Nash 6, Conan and Buff Bagwell, <laughs> uh, taking on the four horsemen, you know, the classic version, the, 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 the top version of the four horsemen, Ric Flair, Chris Benoit, Kurt Hennig and, Mongo. Well, not even, not, <laughs> not even Kurt Hennig. Not yeah, even Kurt just Hennig. Mongo. Just Mongo. Don't forget about Mongo. Yeah. Um, we're, I, I, I've got about an hour left of the show. Yeah. Uh, I suggest after this, if you don't mind, I know you've already seen it, but I'd love to just watch uh, Scott Norton versus the Giant once we finish. You're going to make me watch that again? <laughs> I've already had enough torture today with uh, that and being put in this the Airbnb. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we're going to be talking about WCW Fall Brawl 97, also featuring Guerrero versus Jericho, uh, and uh, a few other big, big names and yeah. stuff. So that's a review coming out on the Patreon, uh, as well as another up yours. And you know, our world champ patrons like to pick all things from all over the place. Uh, we recently did Ratatouille. We've mm-hmm. recently done some other crazy movies. Well, we got our, our, our resident Calgary cowboy who's picked a Western for us to review. And I'm kind of hyped. I feel like this was a movie that was on TV a lot, but I've never seen it. And now I'm an adult and it looks wild. And this movie is Tombstone. Sorry, this is a movie? Because I watched the Undertaker documentary. The three disc doc- set. Yeah, we have that DVD set. <laughs> yeah. it's my, that was my favorite uh, DVD set. Yeah. Uh, talking <laughs> about, uh, Tombstone. I'm, I'm super looking forward to this. Uh, I don't watch a whole lot of Westerns, but when I do, I, I tend to en- enjoy them. And this, this cast looks stacked. I, I actually, side note, I have gone off on little tangents on the shows of, uh, about how I love my Westerns, especially the old Clint movies, the, the trilogy there and stuff. But I, again, I'm super excited to watch this movie because it features Val Kilmer, Kurt Russell, Sam Elliott, Michael Bean, don't know who that is, Bill Paxton. Man, the list just keeps going on and on. I don't know. I've, I've, it's an, it's a, I would say it's an odd choice, but our world champs are allowed to pick whatever they want. That's and the, the power they have. I always recognize this name because he does bit parts in, like, he's in 24. He's done loads okay. of TV. But it might be the greatest name ever and should definitely be a gimmick in NXT. Powers Booth. Powers Booth. Oh, yeah, I remember him. Yeah. yeah. Wow, Billy Bob's in this. Billy Zane. Jason Priestley. This this movie looks crazy. Thomas Hayden Church? Oh, it's a wrap. Sandman's <laughs> in Tombstone. Yeah, this 1993 Western uh, is a movie that we're going to be talking about. Thanks to... Yeah, uh, looking who, forward to this Who one. picked this? Brent. Brent, Brent. Oh, yes. Brent. Brent. Uh, World Champs, if you sign up for that tier, which is a lot to ask, 25 bucks is that tier. But uh, you also... 
eventually get to pick stuff and join us as Brent will be doing this week. So that's another review out there on the Patreon. But five bucks for North American tier to access these two shows and everything else in that back catalog. All the retro NXT reviews, movie reviews. We just did a best match ever celebrating the 70th anniversary of Macho Man. Oh, yeah. That was a... Just so much fun to look back at all those matches. So only five bucks to get access to literally hundreds of podcasts that we have done. So go support us uh, and it will go towards uh, our Wi-Fi uh, bill. This Not not this month, but we'll, we'll make sure that we're just not homeless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we... It, we're nervous about our accommodation at the moment. <laughs> it's our apartment's destroyed right now. Yeah. So yeah. It's fun times. Yeah. It's yeah. good. He and said, we ju- he says two weeks. And we just came back from New York, so it's <laughs> not like we didn't spend USD yeah. converted oh, Canadian boy. dollars, boy. which uh for those of you you know, like one dollar USD equals like seventy dollars yeah. Canadian, mm-hmm. literally probably something like that. Yeah. So yeah, we're hurting. We're hurting. But we're not begging. We're hurting. We ain't begging. We won't beg, but we would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash up next. Go get yourself some podcasts, you fine folks. So, yeah, I guess that's time where we can finally uh, go into. I mean, I mentioned we mentioned New York and uh, I had a bit of like a last last little tangent. I had a, like a bit of a whirlwind one day when you were hurting with. Food poisoning. Oh, yeah, yeah. I went out to a fantastic bar in Brooklyn after we went out to Comedy Cellar, which was amazing. Uh, I lost my wallet. Uh, it wasn't because I was in a drunken stupor. I was actually pretty, like, good. But I knew, like, as soon as I got to the next bar, I was like, oh, no. And then they closed. And I thought I was never going to get my wallet back. But for about maybe, uh, I don't know, 12 hours, I was walletless. Thankfully, I had my passport. But then got it back because the fine folks at uh, Manetta Tavern, I think it was, in Brooklyn, which was fantastic, were like, yeah, we found it. Come nice. on back. So uh, my my heart was pounding for a few hours there in New York City running around trying to find my wallet. And I did. And every last dollar was in hey. it. So, you know, there's still good people out there. My friend just uh, got back from Michigan um, to go to a college game. Okay. And they found this college bar after. And while they're there, they're like, wow, it's, it's getting packed in here. I'm sure it's over capacity. A friend goes out for a smoke as he's outside. The cops come to like shut the place down. Jeez. And he's like, Oh, I need to get in because my friend's in there and his card was behind the bar for the tab. And they're like, no, it's over capacity. No one's going back in. Whoa. His phone's dead. So he can't contact his friends. So he's just like waiting outside until he eventually comes out oh my uh but his he had to leave like early the next morning when the bar wasn't open so just had to leave his card i in this bar i don't think he, uh, if i was put in that situation i feel like i'd get my card back i like if it's your my card no you're giving like yeah, i'm he, calling he the police like, this is hundreds of people though yeah hundreds coming out the police no it was the police that wouldn't let him in yeah and he's like i ain't fucking with u.s police but like 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 I'm, I'm trying to get my card back. Like I don't live here. You should at least let them go in and, mm. like I remember, I remember being kicked out of a bar once, and it was like, well, actually, wait, like my rides in there, my friends in there, and they're like, no, 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 you, you can't, you can't go back in. I was like, well, look, I'm gonna go back in and get him to tell him I'm leaving because he's my ride. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 no. I'm like, I don't live in this city. Like I'm going in, and they're like, oh. We'll follow you. Yeah, because I'm going to go in and start fights. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we kicked out in the first place? 
<laughs> I started a fight. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. They actually, so, so my one buddy, he, my one buddy was really pretty drunk and he was just having a good time. Like a song hits and he was just finding his groove. You know, my one friend, Shane in the wheelchair, mm. we're there with him and he's chatting up some girls and security grabs my drunk friend and literally like a cartoon or a movie, like drags him out of this bar. Mm. And I'm like, excuse me, sir. Like, what did he do? This guy's just like having a good time. He's not over drunk or anything. They're like, we saw this guy trying to start a fight with some guy in a wheelchair. And well, well, no, we're here with the guy in the wheelchair. What? It's like, yeah, he's our ride. And they're like, no, you're, you're kicked out too. I'm like, well, well, no, you didn't hear me. He's our ride. Like that guy in the wheelchair drives and like you just kicked us out. He's going to be like, where the hell are these guys? And I'm like, you're going to leave a guy in a wheelchair in there. We didn't try to fight him. We were probably dancing with him. And you thought, ah, these guys are trying to fight the guy in the wheelchair. <laughs> and then they went like they, they conversed with him. You know what? You're, you're kicked out anyways. You're not allowed back in. I'm like, well, I'm going in to get yeah. him. And they're like, all right, all right. And then it, I'm like, Shane, we got to go. And he's like, not now. It's like, no, no we got to go. Why? Because I tried to fight you. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I know. Let's go. <laughs> uh, good times. Great times. Good times. Hey, is our Wi-Fi still working? I, I, have we just been talking to the void again? <laughs> <laughs> to the black What show void. are we doing right now? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> should we talk about some NXT? Yeah. We, we're going to flip the scripts this hey. week, aren't we? Because uh, you're leading this one. That's right. Uh, again, apartment shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you uh, you made us some fantastic chicken curry in our makeshift uh, Airbnb apartment. So thank you <laughs> while I took notes on NXT. So let's talk about it. NXT it. from Tuesday, November 22nd, 2022. Uh, we start off with a recap of the stuff last week. Uh, shout out John Cena and you holding the fort down doing uh, up next last week talking about Vaughn and Braun. Uh, so I didn't have to. Uh, but can you explain like I'm five? What the hell is the Survivor Ultimate Challenge Iron Man thing? Okay. Yeah. F- five people. Starts with two people. Every five minutes, someone else enters the match. Um, there's a 25-minute clock that starts at the beginning of the first two people. And you get... Uh, it's Iron Man. Iron Man. So you get a point for every pin submission okay. you get. But the person who gets pinned or submitted has to go into a penalty box for 90 seconds. Oh. And the winner with the is the person with the most points at the end. So it's kind of like the game we play in 2K yeah. where it's like the Iron Man 15-minute Yeah, minute. but with Elimination Chamber-style entrances. Okay. Which, which I think is kind of cool because it's normally the advantage goes to the person who enters last in those right. matches. yeah. Whereas here, if you are one of the first two people, you have the get opportunity a lot to get more falls. Okay. And the last person only has, I guess, 10 minutes to like do the rest. Right. So I okay. think that's interesting. We'll see how the penalty box yeah, works. Everything sounds fine except the TNA penalty box. But the thing. fact that there's a clock that kind of like I could see you could have some fun with it where everyone's down, but the one person in the penalty box who couldn't break the pin isn't allowed out like sure. i think there's some fun stuff they could do with it okay i know we'll see how it plays out i'm for different and then the winner that faces the champ right away yeah right away no no no. that will be like they become number one contender i believe okay so then because bl- braun is facing apollo so that is kind of official. official yeah okay okay cool all right got it you did it a better job explaining it i think yeah, there's no notes as well yeah uh I, I I don't mind the the whole Iron Man thing because again we actually whenever we do play our games it's a fun game to we do. play similar matches in our 2K. 
again, just the, the timeout thing is like, all right, you're making it a little too, mm. uh, silly, but okay, I'll give it a, I'll give it a shot. Let's see. Cause I imagine though, there's some pretty cool, I imagine we're getting the pretty stacked cast of characters, which we find out next week, mm. uh, for that. But all right. So deadline, uh, Saturday, December 10th. I think yes. they said that's when that is. Is that right? I don't know. Uh, so yeah, we start off NXT here tonight with Toxic Attraction. Mandy Rose comes out with Gigi and JC. And Mandy grabs the microphone and says, I am a queen. So to reference the great band Queen, another one bites the dust. She says, I've been champ 400 days and counting and there is no one that can stop me. Not Alba Fire, not nobody. Gigi says that she's still lusting over those NXT women tag titles and that they're going to eventually get them back because, let's face it, we are the only real team in NXT. She's not wrong. She mentions Nikita and Zoe, and we all knew they were a train wreck from the beginning, and then says, we will get the titles back and become the golden attraction because that's where the money's at when Katana and Kaden come out to interrupt them and says that... Gigi and JC are just props and that they are just Mandy's uh, security and that the only reason Mandy keeps you around is because she's got the gold. But if she loses that, then she'll get rid of you too. And, uh, well, this this pisses off uh, Toxic Attraction. So it starts this whole brawl, but it's three on two. So Toxic puts the boots to Caden and Katana. Uh, which we then later find out will set up a six-person tag next week. But yeah, what did you think of this opening segment? Yeah, I thought I, I actually quite liked the uh, the point Caden and Casey made. They're trying to drive a wedge between Toxic Attraction, and it'll be interesting to see if that is something that they play with. Perhaps like uh, Gigi and JC may be starting to feel a little like, what are we getting out of this relationship here? Um, so I kind of like that that was brought up. Thought everyone sounded kind of good. The the problem is this this division is so like the tag division. There are no teams, so it's like okay, well we're back to toxic attraction in this yeah. spot. And I kind of like at this point I don't blame them for it because there's no one else. Um, but I thought everyone sounded fine here. Yeah. Uh- it's almost like, all right, do we just go back to putting the title? Yeah. Are we just going to continue this reign again? Because there really isn't any other teams. So it's already back to where do we go? And that's where I think it's maybe interesting if if Caden, sorry, if Toxic Attraction lose to Caden and Casey, they could be like, well, where are you? Where are you for us? Where yeah. are you when we're going? Come for on, the Mandy. Goal? Like we're toxic breakup because they've been like like JC Jane got like murdered in a. She just got dragged out of her yeah. car, Grand Theft Auto style, and just yeah. killed by Alba Fire. Mandy's like, thanks. Mandy's like, all right, here's Isla Dawn. You're saying we're going to get a toxic breakup. Maybe, or at least some dissension between them. Yeah. I think would be a bit more interesting because they've been doing the same thing. There's been, whereas look at like the bloodline, how much evolution there's been with all those characters in this story. That, that story's been going, what, two years? We were in lockdown watching... Jay and Roman yeah. like start that all. This this feels like it's been going on as long and there's been no evolution at all. Yeah. It's just the reign is long. We had uh Valentina Faraz and uh oh, 
her partner who's injured. Ulyssa Leon. Ulyssa, yeah, she's out. So that team instantly, and they were on fire. Yeah. They, they clearly were lined up for a feud and, and matches and stuff, but that sucks. But yeah, there's no other teams. This title is very. Ivy and Tatum, that's kind of yeah. it. But I think Ivy's more interesting solo. Yeah. We'll see. No offense to Tatum. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Just still new at this, yeah. the character too. We go to Wesley, the North American champion who's going to be wrestling in the main event tonight. He's in the parking lot. He should know better. How long has he been here? No. He should not be walking around in as such a, a nice, well. such a nice shirt though. I know. I, I'm again, like I say this every week, re- retweet. I'm asking Wes where his shirts are. You from. love asking well, wrestlers the problem, where their shirts are. It's long from. shirt season now. Yeah. And they don't design long shirts like as nicely as they do like the summer ones. Yeah. Cause these guys are but, in Florida, but this one is great. Yeah. It matched his title. Yeah. Like the maroon True. color. Uh, and I do like maroon. burgundy, whatever yeah. it is. Uh, Wes is in the parking lot when Tony D'Angelo shows up in his, uh, I don't know, his Escalade and says, uh, Hey, you know, I hope you, uh, you do good with that, that match tonight, but Carmelo Hayes is no slouch. And Wes says, Yeah, well, if you, after I win tonight, you know where to find me. And Tony says, Oh yeah, well, that I do. And then drives off very soprano esque. I think they've done a good job, uh, keeping, uh, Tony D sort of relevant during this yeah. injury. And I guess that's one of the advantages of shooting in Florida where everyone lives. He's rehabbing at the PC and stuff. So he can film bits, whereas it's different when you're on Raw and SmackDown. It's, I'm not going to go on the road while I'm rehabbing, but I think they've been a good, done a good job keeping him like around. And it makes you think maybe he's coming back soon. Or maybe he's gearing up to hook up his boy, uh, stacks, stacks. You could see it as a progression, couldn't you? You could see Stax yeah. have a, a shot and then maybe Tony will be ready. Uh, I know we're going to talk about full gear on BD Elite tomorrow, but I mean, we were really excited to see Jeff Jarrett wrestle live for the first time. Oh, yeah. But how excited were we when we walked in and we realized we were witnessing two dimes wrestle live yeah. on that, on that. Oh, op- that, that was like the first thing we saw. <laughs> we're like, two dimes. we looked at each other and we went, wow, we're watching two dimes live. Wrestle in this like a, a very packed Prudential Center. Shout out two dimes. Good for him. Yeah. What stable is he in again? Uh, the the factory. <laughs> the firm. The f- he's in the factory. The firm hired him. <laughs> the firm and then paid Je- the factory. No, then Jeff Jarrett hired him. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah. Jeff's not in the firm, is he? He's he's Jeff Jarrett. He's Global Force. He's TNA. Yeah. TNA like Global Force. <laughs> We go to Cora Jade backstage. She's gearing up for her match, which is next against Wendy and says, Wendy, boo hoo. I don't care about you. You're a loser. You sat alone at the lunch table when you were younger. I had talked enough. Hit my music. And she walks out as they go to commercial break. When we come back, there's a quick video for Duke Hudson. He's backstage wearing Chase University gear. It's all like red headband and, and stuff. And Waller walks in, sits down next to him. Grayson says, uh, so Duke, what's the deal with this? When's this joke going to end, mate? Like, we all know that this isn't you. This is all just a ploy. And Duke says, no, 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 this is the real me. I, you know, I bleed black and red for Chase U. And Waller says, uh, I know you. We go way back. And I, and sooner or later, your true colors are going to show. And, uh, well, then he walks off. So he's kind of thinking what we're all thinking. Like, huh, what's going on with this Duke? There was a lot of Duke and Chase you on tonight's show, and Thank I was you. all for it. I'm, I'm Chase you as like a, a kind of fun, like like middle of the show kind of story. I've I've been quite enjoying it, and I think Duke's playing it pretty well. And I'm curious. It's like, is this is this legit? Yeah. And I, I thought they played it up nicely th- this week with all the heels kind of 
going, ah, you're, you're fucking around. You're man. lying. Yeah. And obviously Grace and Waller are also Australian. So these two have known each other for years because everyone yeah. in Australia knows each other. Yeah. And calls each other mate. Yeah. That is a true thing. Mm-hmm. We go to our next match. Cora Jade taking on Wendy Chu. Uh, we have Wendy being real technical in the beginning here, working the arm and twisting and countering Cora Jade. There's a running like haluva kick in the corner and then the sleepy elbow, but it's missed. There's a sweet looking like overhead Japanese arm drag on the outside from Wendy Chu. Very impressive. Uh, back in the ring, Cora during picture in picture hits her with this like where she grabs the ropes, jumps up and then stomps you in the gut. That looked pretty painful. Wendy comes back with her belly to belly and then her handspring forearm and then the sleepy crossbody. I don't understand why that would be even a move. Uh, four or two counts. There's then a brain buster from Wendy Chu, which got, yeah, got Booker and, uh, uh, Vic hype as well as me watching, but Jade kicks out of it. Uh, when Cora is just beat up, she goes to grab her bat, but then when Wendy grabs it from her, the ref goes to take it away. And when he's not looking, uh, Cora Jade throws Wendy's orange soda into Wendy's face and then spikes her with the DDT and gets the win. So it was Wendy Chu's own orange soda, which ended up being her downfall there. So uh, I guess you could say she got crushed. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I thought good match. Both, uh, both uh, really kind of showed up in this i thought yeah and i thought especially from that kind of brain buster onwards which looked really nice from wendy uh i, I thought this was pretty fun um yeah i i was gonna i say the same shit every week about wendy's gear and gimmick and stuff but when uh, yeah there, there was no okay she's still doing the the hands thing but like there was no real goofiness in this match from her which i appreciated and i uh yeah i I think both are very good and I, I would like to see any evolution from Wendy, but Cora kind of, I felt a bit more comfortable in this heel role this yeah, week as yeah, well because yeah. it doesn't always, it feels like she's playing baddie a lot of the time. Yeah, she, she does. I, I've not been too into Cora J. Like I, I think the promo stuff and everything has been working, but I think this was the first match in a long time that was like really clicking. Uh, and I think Wendy Chu is just a phenomenal talent. I know she's been in some dark matches on main event or superstars and stuff. It's the characters, like, there's something there that needs to, like, go with that. I, not so much pretending to sleep when you're jumping mm. is not really, like, not really the smartest way to use this gimmick. Yeah. I think there's other things. Honestly, like, why don't you use the GTS? Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. It would be really funny. Uh, or do that pose before you do, like, your another move that's, like, you know, or mm. the sleeper. You know what I mean? Instead of just yeah. pre- doing this, it doesn't even, it looks like your tomahawk Yeah, for chomp. the audio, he's... Doing the sleepy hands. Yeah, yeah, it's like that doesn't look like what you're trying to do anyways. But other than that, she keeps improving. She's just someone who's a great wrestler. She I, is. I really do love Wendy Chu. Uh, I loved her acting here. She was heartbroken. Oh, I really felt for her at the Man, end. Man, I she almost crying started crying. And her eyelashes it, like off her face because the orange soda. It like seems genuine here. I yeah. felt really bad for her. Oh, man, yeah. She, she was looking forward to that soda. Yeah, where does Wendy, was this, like, where does she go from here? So, she should be put in the multi-match at the pay-per-view. Yeah, she probably will. She would pick up that match for sure. She, she is, she's a good wrestler, honestly. That's where she gets pinned. She goes to the penalty box and has a little nap. And misses the rest of the (laughs) match. (laughs) That's how the gimmick would be funny. Yeah, all right. Uh, I did get into this match, though. Pretty good. Uh, we go to Apollo Cruz vignette here where he's going to a diner. Just wrestlers love going to diners, they I do. guess. I, I noticed the name was... He's looking for a Draco 
uh what was his name Draco oh, anthony pulling out yeah the guy who drank he was the guy who he was here for a cup of coffee yeah, yeah exactly. that guy uh he's at the sunrise diner i didn't look this up but i'm wondering what their uh their google review is it's called sunrise diner sunrise diner look look in uh winter garden florida <laughs> for sunrise diner so Apollo's writing in his journal, Dear Slim, he says, uh, these three weeks are going to be the longest three weeks. And I'm writing down in this journal that I've been in some big moments. I've been in championship matches. I've been to WrestleMania. But this is the match that I keep waking up and thinking about. And I have a vision. And then it shows a vision of him holding the NXT ch- championship. And he says, the ending is very clear. So he's making it known that He's going to win the NXT Championship from Braun. Yeah, I I didn't mind this so much. I still think the the vision stuff is goofy when uh, when they're playing it as a legit thing. When it's more like this is like a a sort of promo video, I don't mind it. I don't mind seeing because it. Do do you know what I mean? Yeah, like when it's like he has a vision of the creeds being beaten up or whatever i think that's ridiculous here it's just like hey this is like my way of telling you i'm going to be nxt champion i thought it was a bit more it made a bit more sense of the the gimmick and i hope they move further away from it but i thought he sounded good and i i actually kind of like this and uh bronze video this week as a way to start this feud because it is a babyface we've babyface thing oh yeah i mean I think it's a good way to get away from the like hokey pokey. Uh, he's not magic anymore. Yeah, he's exactly. just like, look, this is it's it's like a vision board almost. Yeah. you know, like where you project your goals and it's yeah. What is it manifesting? That's I will say, uh, I could be on my own, but I feel like I don't care about this feud. I don't care about this this match. I would hope I was wishing that this was a TV program so that we got a bigger opponent. I, I'm not interested in this match. Uh, I just see Braun retaining and then getting the winner of the bigger match that you're advertising anyways. So it's kind of odd. I see retaining. I think the match would be good. I thought yeah. I thought Apollo versus JD last week was very good. So. I don't think it'll be on that level. I don't think it'll be on the level of some of the, the, the past title defenses. But uh, I, I'd still like to see a good match from mm-hmm. the two of them. But can say I'm a little bummed that that's kind of the direction for the pay-per-view's main event. But the other two matches are definitely supportive of that show because it'll be two long matches. But I'm kind of like, okay, well, you're, yeah. I don't see who who else you go with at this point. Though. I don't know either. But uh, without just... without like shaking up the entire card, yeah. you know, like it's yeah, it makes most sense. I think at this point to go with Apollo. I just think it's kind of I'm just bored. It's just like you you, you did. You did the the stupid stuff, and now you, I don't. You've ruined it already. If I, you, I, I think yeah. I think they should have maybe gone to this match right away. Exactly. I, I think it would have been hot then, but yeah. like the Grayson Waller feud did nothing for him. Yeah, and he's he's had a couple of losses as well. So uh, I agree with you there, but I I think the actual match itself I am looking forward to. I think will be good. Well, we go to Kiana James backstage. She's being interviewed. She mentions she has a match against Ivy Nile. She says Ivy's tough. But I know tough women, whether it's across the ring or across the boardroom, and no one intimidates me. And then she's met, she's asked about the deal not going through with Fallon's bar. And she says, yeah, it fell through due to stupidity, and they paid for it. So get out of my face. And she's ready for her match later. But she's interrupted. Uh, sorry, is it uh, Mackenzie's interrupted by Big Body Javi. Oh, yeah. Uh, Harvey, sorry, Javier Bernal. Uh, he comes out and he's got a Christmas list 
of people that he wants to fight. And uh, it's a very long list. So Mackenzie starts to read the list. And on it uh, first is Axiom. And he says, yeah, I just don't like him. And she's like, well, he's like, he's injured right now. And he's like, yeah, that's why I want to fight him. I want to beat him up. So this is a continuation of last week where he picked Axiom. He picked Ilya Dragunov. And I think so. So basically his thing is, yeah, I'm always up for a fight. Yeah. He he picks people ineligible. So he also wants to fight Elon Musk. And then uh, he also wants to fight Drake and uh, Mackenzie's like, oh, like Drake Maverick. And he says, no, Drake the rapper, because uh, he says he listened to his last album and you'll understand my problem. And then the last name on the list, she doesn't read out loud and says, you can't you can't fight this person. He's he's retired. And he goes, ah, you know, maybe they got one more match in him and kind of walks off. So kind of leaving it open to Rick Flair. <laughs> yeah, one last match, one more match. Uh, who who's who's coming back out of retirement? They didn't say Hall of Famer. Oh, I I don't think this was a tease. Oh, you just no, think it's this, this was just a a joke. Oh, I thought. okay. He's because he's got over a thousand people who can't wants actually to fight. fight him. Right. All right. Um, I I think he's pretty funny. This Javier Bernal. I think these these segments he's had. I I thought he was really entertaining last week. Um. But I thought the star of this was Mackenzie. I'm glad they're giving her much more personality over the weeks. With the likes of, you know, Tiffany and Grayson whenever they're going off at her and toxic attraction. But the stuff with Bernal has been pretty funny as well. And uh, I like that. I I haven't caught a whole lot of, like, Kathy Kelly on Raw, so I don't know how she's been. But I'm getting kind of Renee vibes with Mackenzie. Yeah, they're Mackenzie actually has, allowing her yeah. not be a robot. And I, I like that. Yeah, I like Mackenzie. I'm not too sold on uh, Big Body Javi. He, he's giving me Brad Maddox vibes. Okay. He kind of looks like him. He talks I like him. That. Trying to be funny, doing other people's shticks. Mm. I'm getting that vibe. But uh, I I kind of think it was a tease for a match. I yeah. think, yeah, he he thinks, uh, was it Sino in one of our chats was saying he thinks it's Tyler Breeze. Just because this guy oh, wears okay. fancy shirts and thinks he's the big the, All right. the model. Which I, he's not really doing that, but... Uh, maybe Drake shows up to fight him. Maverick? Yeah. <laughs> no, the other Drake. Uh, <laughs> Rihanna. Younger. Oh, wait. Words. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> NXT Drake. Yeah. Wow. They need a QAnon gimmick in NXT. Yeah. We thought we were getting that with Joe Gacy and it went somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. An incel gimmick? Yeah. Sure. That would be all right. We go to Chase U backstage, and there's a bunch of new students hanging around, probably some of those new recruits that they posted uh, last week. And Duke's being nice to these kids when they're interrupted by Pretty Deadly, who uh, make fun of Duke, and they say, hey, you want to go play some poker? (laughs) Uh, He then says, you know what? Gambling is against university policy. (laughs) They're like, wow, you didn't even flinch when you mentioned poker. (laughs) Thinking he like, oh, uh, he then says, like, get out of here. So they start to fight Duke. He, he, it's two on one, but he's beating them up pretty deadly here in the back. None of the students help him. Not no, Thea, not Thea, no one. They're all holding Thea back. Thea's trying to, but they're like, I didn't get this. There were like five huge men there. Luckily, security show up and Robbie Brookside breaks up the fight. <laughs> Fake Regal. Fake William Regal. No, I love Robbie, but yeah, he does look like him. It's since, well, he cuts his hair like him now. Yeah, Robbie yeah. always used to have the long hair, but yeah. now he's got that, that like, he's got any nuts Regal on him? Bob going on. The Regal Bob. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Good stuff. I wonder if Robbie Charlie Brooks- Dempsey has it as well. Yeah, Char- his kid, right? Yeah. yeah, he's got the bob. The regal bob. You think Robbie Brookside has iguanas too? It wouldn't. Sp- I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. Uh, we go to our next match: Ivy Nile versus Kiana James. This starts off with Ivy just basically mat wrestling Kiana here. Very impressive, showing her strength. Uh, Kiana shows some strength though. It comes back. There's a Canadian backbreaker, and then uh, um, a like pretty sweet looking single leg, like bending Ivy's leg backwards. Ivy fights back though and just starts wrenching on the arm and pulling the arm out. There's then eventually like a roundhouse kick from Ivy, a running Rana, and then a running calf kick for a near fall. Kiana then says, I've had enough of this and tries to leave, but Fallon Henley stops her, sending her back into the ring. Ivy puts her in a dragon sleeper and Kiana taps out and then Fallon chases her off when Diamond might enter the ring. But uh, yeah, what do you think of this quick little match? I like this. I thought... Um this was a bit more competitive than other Ivy matches. She normally just has quite easy squashes, but I thought Kiana showed a lot here as well, but I'm really impressed with Ivy. She's come, uh, she's come a long way. I think the first few matches, it was kind of just showing off her strength and stuff, but she's got some really interesting offense and, and definitely suits that diamond mine style that we see from like the creeds and stuff. I, I think she could go really far and is kind of quite unique. Yeah, just from her, like, her, I mean, she's always looked amazing because she's jacked, like, head to toe, muscles on muscles. But her gear looked kind of more simple and better in, in a, in a way. But then I saw a lot, like, roundhouse kicks and hurricane ranas yeah. is not something she was doing a lot of. And I don't know, it looked, she looked pretty good. I could, again, I thought this is the most, like, impressive. She yeah. Looked. But, like, the diamond mine as a whole looked good yeah. here after the match. The fact that they're standing on their own now without, Roddy without a Bivens or yeah. anything. I think I think that's kind of showing that this is work. Like this this group has been a good thing for all of them. I wouldn't sleep on Kiana either, though. I think she's been quite impressive. Yeah, it's not. I wouldn't put her at the same level with Ivy, but I think she's definitely showing improvement as no, well. No, I, I agree. The numbers don't lie with Kiana mm. James. Uh, after the match, Diamond Mine and Tatum join in the ring, but no Roddy here. Uh, they mention that we fear nothing with a heartbeat, says Brutus, who's got a Brutus Ball t-shirt, mm-hmm. uh, which I wonder if is available yet. Uh, then they call out into Sheer and say, you guys want to attack us from behind and all that? Well, why don't you attack us from the front, motherfuckers? So they're calling out into Sheer, which I have, uh, imagine would be the deadline? I show? think so. And they're, they're playing up that Ivy is not happy. She thinks uh, Julius and Brutus are being hotheads here because she's like, you should be going after Pretty Deadly. Right. They're the champions. Uh, you've just, you've dealt with Damon Kemp. Why are you focusing on Indusheer? Leave him alone. They're bigger than you as right, well. So right. again, playing up a little bit of dissension between Diamond Mine. Even without Roddy, there's without always, Roddy. there's always that. Yeah. Where's Roddy? Still in the hospital? Yeah. He, Damon fucks him up. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> What's going on? Where's yeah. Roddy? Roddy, where are you? We yeah. miss you, man. Yeah. Where was Gene? Gene? Yeah. G? Mean G? Yeah, where was she? G, the secretary. Oh, she mans the desk, doesn't she? Well, woman's the desk. Women. Yeah, yeah. I, we, we established that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's unfortunate. Mm. Yeah, big fan of G. She's got to come G back. Maybe Kiana would have won if she had G in her corner. Maybe. Uh, Kiana kind of messing up there. Uh, yeah, I do. I did miss G. I did miss Roddy though. I, I miss. Where's Roderick Strong? I heard Jamie Noble is gonna have one last match. Like he's like, I want to have one more match, and WWE's letting him do it. Okay. 
and then he's retiring. So because oh. he's you know been producing and J and J and all whatever security that was and stuff. But I read that they're giving him one match. I don't know if it's at a live show. It makes okay. sense. I think Roddy would be his. Roddy I, should, would be great. I think it should be his last opponent. I think they're boys. They do their they same look moves. the same. Bigger question. We're going off on a thing on Jamie Noble. Is Nidia coming back for the one last time? Oh, she has to. They got to make this a PLE. If Jamie Noble's last we, we've match. We've definitely looked up Nidia before. Like, what's she doing? Now? I don't know. I think it's next month. But maybe that would be a good way to slip in a best match ever, Jamie Noble. Yeah. That'd be all right. Be if down. he's retiring. I'd be down. The best of Jamie and Nidia. Some of those cruiserweight matches back in the day. <laughs> yeah, they were killer, man. <laughs> I just re- see some Nidia. I, always a good time watching old Nidia. Uh, yeah, I loved his like Ring of Honor stuff, his indie stuff as well. Jamie uh, Gibson or whatever, mm-hmm. but yeah. Also Sunrise Diner, 4.4 Hey, Google reviews after 1,836. Apollo reviews. knows his diners. 4.4 is a pretty good review. A great place for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna write a write a Google. I was review. sick within a half hour of leaving. <laughs> Wait, did I go to Sunrise? Diner? Yeah, is that where you went? No, you should write a review. Uh, I came here to write in my journal, and I saw a vision of <laughs> me winning. <laughs> I saw Gallus. <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, so Diamond Mine calling out Indusheer, which doesn't involve the tag titles, which I kind of agree with Ivy. Like, yo, what are you doing? Yeah. Come back to be champions. We get a recap of Isla Dawn debuting last week here in NXT. Is that the name she's going by? It seems that way. They haven't changed it. Alba Fire is the, the woman she caused to, to lose the match last week. And we get a video here from her. She's like a, a Harley Quinn meets witch. She's a witch. Yeah. She's a witch. She's a witch. <laughs> Burn her. She says that um, as she's like moving a Ouija board. She says that she's been listening to the voices. You can hear them. And then she's like burning like incense. And what is it when you burn like the – is it sage? Sage, yeah. Remember when we had uh, had a party once and that, that one girl, she was she was a witch. She She's like, oh, the energy. Hold on. And like pulled out out of, out of her pocket of her purse this big thing and then like lit it up in our apartment and then was like, okay, now we can – Drink yeah, and smoke. it's people like like water off the spirits and shit, right. don't they? Yeah, so this is her gimmick here. And uh, she says, Alba Fire, we're going to have so much fun together as she laughs. <laughs> you know, I there's so much spooky, wacky shit in wrestling. Yeah. Like everyone, it seems to be a go-to. Okay, I'll be spooky. I think she, she kind of nailed the witch character down though. Like I, in this one promo thing, I bought her way more than... Alba likes fire because her ancestors like fire. Fair enough. Like I, I know she's been doing this kind of thing in UK. She's been doing it for well. a while. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I was actually I thought she sounded good. Um, I thought she wasn't speaking too Bray Wyatt hocus pocusy. Like she was being witchy, but I, I actually didn't mind this. I thought she sounded pretty good. Yeah. And looks right for the gimmick. Yeah, I've always been a fan of her, even, you know, before NXT UK and some of her indie stuff we've watched before. I've always thought the look, uh, she always dabbled in the witch stuff, whether it's her wearing she's a cloak. She's young, wasn't she? Yeah, like she, she, she's always had some cool stuff. And I think now maybe finding a stride here will work for her. And why not pair her with someone I'm sure has, they've worked together quite a lot. But yeah, yeah I, I liked it too. Ouija boards and witches and stuff. Yeah, I'm kind of, I know Halloween's over, but mm. I'm kind of down. I'm yeah. always down for that. Uh, we go to Chase U. We see Professor. Is it Mr. or Professor Chase? Professor Chase. Because they say Mr. Chase, which is like if yeah. you go to university or college, you're not supposed to. 
You just call, you know the cool professors when they're like, no, no, don't call me. Just call me by my real Andre. name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my, call me by my real name. You know, that's the he's the cool professor. Uh, when Duke runs in and he interrupts and Chase is furious. He says, what are you doing here? Interrupting my class. He's like talking about like the history of like elimination chamber or something. <laughs> <laughs> He's basically our trivia games. Yeah. <laughs> Andre Chase would do good at our he's trivia fine, games. Frank. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Duke says like he's, he, he's out of breath. He's, I run here. And he's like, did you just run here? And he's like, yes. And he's still catching his breath and says that, uh, pretty, Deadly. He's like Stevie from Malcolm in the Middle, like <laughs> catching his breath. And he's like, what's wrong? Who are we talking about? And he's pretty deadly. He's like, who? And he's like, uh, champions, uh, half shirts, half shirts, pretty deadly. <laughs> yeah. Title match. Wait, are you, are you saying we got a title match? Yeah. When? Tonight. Okay. Well, we got to get ready for this title match. Great job, Duke. And then the student that he was like talking to. Mario. Goes, Goes, hey, Mr. Chase. He goes, Mario, what the fuck are you still doing in my office? We got a title match. Let's go. And then they, they run off to the arena. I, I love this. I thought this was great. I think, uh, I, I really like Duke, who is, he's like so playing it by the book because he's, he starts off by apologizing and is questioning if, he, if he's in trouble because he punched pretty deadly <laughs> and like he's not supposed to yeah. punch people no violence but like then andre doesn't care because they've got this tag title shot i thought they both played it really well and i thought the punchline at the end with mario what the fuck are you still doing here <laughs> was very funny i think it it's it's a weird role for both these guys but i i think it's the best it's the best role duke's been in and i think he's playing it really well right now it would be funny if they just that there's no Duke trying to leave or anything. It's just... So what, what I could see it going, like, Duke originally came in to shit Disturb. Yeah. And, was, and what came in deliberately being a heel. He did get rid of Bodie. Yeah. But in being in Chase Killed U, him. he's actually... They've won him over. So I think there could be the thing down the line. It's like in, you know, those rom-coms where a guy asks a girl out as a dare and he doesn't really like her but then falls in love but then at the end of act two she founds out finds out he's yeah. a dare and she like no go away leave me alone and right. then he wins her back at the end that's what I think is we're that gonna, a Freddie Prince Jr. movie? it's every movie yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see them kind of doing this with this like he deliberately came in to be a shit he fell in love with the university he's right. learning stuff he's he, learning he, stuff. He, he, he likes being a better guy Right. He kind of has a thing for Thea. And then they're like, no, we don't want you. And then eventually he comes back. And then Bodhi comes Love back. I, I, I'm so into this story. We need Bodhi back. <laughs> this is your favorite? It is. It's, they've done great. This is the NXT <laughs> equivalent of Sammy and the Bloodline. Yeah, this is brilliant. It is. It's got my attention. I'm just happy Duke's getting his flowers. I, I was like, are they, strap him. Give him, yeah. give him the titles. They should have tonight. Right yeah. now. Well, that matches later, but are you ready? Oh, boy. It's time for the debut of scripts. That's right. We're time to flip the script, literally. So this guy has been doing vignettes for where he's spray painting the PC. He's leaving voicemails and weird notes and stuff. Kind of like a high school like hacker or something. Yeah. I don't know who leaves voicemails. Well, forget all about it because it has nothing to do with what then comes out. Nothing. So out comes uh, a guy in a mask and uh, his entrance is he does a bunch of flips. 
His first flip, he does not land on his feet properly and then, like, finds his footing. Uh, there's clearly a trampoline outside of the ring on one end that bounces him into the ring as he does more flips. Uh, and, I mean, I've watched some wrestling in the past year or two. And I wouldn't you be darned, that guy under this mask, uh, which looks like Jeff Hardy's Willow the Wisp mask, looks an awful lot like Reggie. <laughs> oh, and he does flips, too. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Uh, look, I think the idea of Reggie coming to NXT is is great. I, yeah. I think his his he he did kind of whiff the first one, but he does some spectacular stuff. Like he Cirque du Soleil. Some of the better things in the twenty four seven division was him running and flipping and jumping away flipping. from things. So going to NXT to kind of maybe learn how to wrestle and put it together. Great idea, all for it. The twenty four seven division's dead. Go back to school, you know. Go to NXT. But f- to start with, this whatever he came out and did today had nothing to do with all these hacker performance center things that's been going on. Yeah, and this this outfit, like <laughs> I never want to hear you complain about Axiom's gear again because this. I'm gonna like, leave him alone now. <laughs> the, I've got to send this picture to WH. This looked like absolute shit i did a art class in like grade eight and it was like masks you can make any sort of mask so i fought the teacher to well lucha masks are a mask and she's like absolutely please like make one and prove me like make a sweet one so i did i made a sweet looking lucha mask i wish i probably still have it somewhere it looked like this (laughs) it looked like someone in eighth grade made it (laughs) And then, oh, fuck, I'm just looking at the picture. Like, the, it doesn't look good, man. It looks like a mop head. The mask is terrible. And because he's got, like, the dreads coming out as well, the dreads look like a weird part of the mask as well. But the front of the mask has, like, dangly things the on it. The mask like isn't a... covering much of his face. It looks like it should be, like, tied at the bottom. His, fuck, man, this, he's wearing this Spirit Halloween <laughs> black and orange jumpsuit. Yeah. And then... Like, okay, we, we've we seen tassels in wrestling. Like, Sure, love them. Yeah, Warrior. And you like think the Young Bucks with their tassels, Tyler Breeze, you mentioned him earlier. But these are like, oh, you, you didn't get the tassels in? Cool, all right, just give me a pair of scissors. I'm going to cut the bottom of my pants to kind of <laughs> look like tassels yeah. and then put them over my wrestling boots. This, wow, this is one the of the... Worst gear ever. The worst gear, lately. the worst reveals... Okay, I'm not even going to lie. I'm not even trying to sound like a prick. But when he came out, he then, like, walked on the guardrail. Like, sort of walked on it without falling over. Like, around the crowd and was, like, smiling. I was like, okay, this hacker guy is, like, one step ahead of us. I'm thinking Riddler and the Batman. Like, well, I'm not even there. It's someone else. Yeah. I thought for a second, oh, we're not actually getting this guy. This is just... Someone he sent decoy. out. He's the decoy, and the real one's gonna about to show up. For sure. And then, which would have been great. <laughs> and then the match started, and here's uh, uh, Guru Raj in the ring. Shout out Guru Raj. And I'm like, oh no, this is actually the scripts guy. So then the match starts, and he does a bunch of flips to counter uh, Guru here. And then it it's like this this move where he he finally gets Guru down. He goes up to the top, and then his pose is like he's. Writing with a pen? He writes the S. Yeah. So he does this like 20 times in the match. He's writing the S. He's just writing like like a, like a poet, right? Mm-hmm. And then does a molly go round off the top to get the win here in a really short match. And then leaves like a note on top of the, the guy. So the gimmick, look, 
Axiom was a mathlete luchador, and now we have this flippy, uh, aerobatic poet. I don't know. Like, I, I have no idea. <laughs> what I have the no hell idea. Is this? The, the costume just doesn't. What? Like the. <laughs> okay, well, we. Okay, so his, his like, performance set of things were, like, were poems. But I think the whole presentation of that, if wouldn't yeah. it, if to, if if you're introducing this character, wouldn't it have been more sense if people were finding poems like written, yeah, written yeah, with yeah, a quill, yeah, yeah, yeah. like an old scroll, a quill? He like, needs to come up. With you know, you know what I mean? Like the calligraphy, like the fancy yeah. writing. People like each week, like a different character finds one of these things and they read it out in scripts. Who scripts? Rather than they're making it feel like. It is the Riddler. Performance center like things makes you things like it's like some digital hacker or something like that. But I don't, I don't know what this costume has to do with either. Yeah, I'm so confused. And then he's leaving these like this poem or this card at the end. What do you think it says? I don't care. Uh, Roses are red. (laughs) Well, it was just his name. I don't know if there was a note in it or anything. He should leave people poems. One week he was doing like I'm looking at pictures here. One week he was doing graffiti on walls and things. Like it just nothing, nothing comes together. Like his entrance music didn't match anything. It was like guitar um, riff three. Yeah, he's like I think as I said, I think some of the stuff he can do is pretty spectacular, but like this is DOA, and yeah. it's like, hilarious. This, I was loving it. I was dying laughing. Uh, I'm just, I'm just looking at these. these yeah, I, now I, I agree, man. Look, and, and this this guy Reggie with the Cirque du Soleil background, like incredible, like flips and all these crazy things that can get a lot of attention and can get people into it and stuff. But the way he's dressed with this mask and this outfit looks so like hokey. It looks so dollar store. And now you're telling us he's like a poet and he writes and the way he writes is like, he's got a quilt pen. It's like, no, you were leaving voicemails. Like how cool would it be with this guy? If like you've, you've done the hacker stuff, you've had him doing graffiti, have like, the security show up and then have him fucking run and flip away and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and you yeah. go like, Oh, who is this okay, guy? Is that, he's like, is that Reggie? Yeah. He like, are, is you, this guy supposed to be like uh flippy Banksy or have something? More like, like a, maybe like a sort of, what is, you this? know, cat burglar kind of yeah, gimmick. Sure. Or, but, or, but then you look like this. It's so th- stupid. This, I just don't, I don't, I, I, yeah. I have no idea what so this is going to be. And to also debut is what seems like a mystery for all this time. Just to be like, Oh, it's, it's his wrestling debut. And you're like, oh, you're expecting some kind of big reveal. Yeah. Very odd. Very, very, very funny. Odd. Very ridiculous. Uh, I hope Whoever they Whoever mix- came up with this should feel bad. I feel like Shawn Michaels just watched the Batman with the Riddler and went, okay, we'll do something like that. And then changed it to like a poet. And I don't know what like, is like, going on. Like, please say that there was another costume and then it just... it. it it got lost in the mail or something. And Someone had to make like, this. Sorry, we'll do this. We'll re-debut you in two weeks. I didn't get it. Yeah. Like I always said, Axiom's outfit's fantastic and his mask is great. Uh, comparing it to this. Mm. Really hilarious. I can't wait till they have replicas of this one. We need it for the set. Uh. <laughs> this mask. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I can make it after this show. Yeah. Few. <laughs> With like cut out, what is it? Cardboard paper, black yeah. construction paper, tissue paper, and all that. The, remember the scissors with the waves in it? Yeah. That's what he used for his pants. <laughs> this was this was funny. Is this like chase your kindergarten? Like <laughs> I don't know what this was, man. Uh, ridiculous scripts. So they they literally flipped the scripts. 
with Awful. Reggie. Yeah, I mean the twenty four seven division's gone. So what's he? What's the guy to do? Yeah. Flip around and write poems. Mm. I think it would. I think it would be better in that direction if he like left people. Like if you imagine it's like a like a you know beat poet gimmick. Yeah. That would be better than so this. so many other th- woman woman. I don't know. It'd be great. Very confusing. Yeah, hilarious. Well, we go from the aerobatic poet to sorry the acrobatic poet to the schism tree. So the schism come out and they breath of fresh air. Yeah, great stuff. Uh, the schism have a table set up in the ring and there's. Five chairs, meaning there's a missing chair, which got got me thinking, whoa, are they adding another person? That wouldn't be the case. Well, they have an empty chair. Joe Gacy says autumn is when the trees shed their leaves, and the schism tree is no different. So for this holiday season, it's time we reflect what togetherness has brought to our lives, and it's time to give thanks. Ava Rain takes off her mask and says... Blood relatives cannot guarantee a united family. Ooh, is she taking shots at the rock there? Mm. Uh, Zach Gibson and Drake, Rip Taylor. What, what are these guys? Fowler so and Jagger Rip. Reed is James Drake. Rip Fowler is Zach. They say uh, Thanksgiving is just for gluttony. And uh, as they're, they're talking, Ava Rain walks around the crowd and then picks out someone in the crowd and says, you. And the guy says, yeah, sure. So he, he comes and joins them. Gacy says there's new traditions as the crowd chants sacrifice. Boy, were they right. He then says, your inclusion will be the centerpiece of our dinner table. And the, sh- the, the schism invictus shall commence. The schism invictus. I know World Cup season's uh, coming around. Mm. Uh, maybe he just watched invictus and went, that's a cool word. Yeah. I mean, that's rugby. But, so, yeah. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he says that uh, it's time for new traditions and uh, mentions the strength and togetherness and then uh, four roots, one tree. The Ava Rain then hugs this guy, but as they're hugging, her face starts to change. It's the, the Michael Jackson end of Thriller video mm. when he looks back. <laughs> and then she grabs him tight. When she lets go, he looks a little confused. He turns around and gets a rock bottom from Joe Gacy through the table. And then the crowd chants, sacrifice, sacrifice. And then he says, the day of Invictus has commenced. Yeah. Um, he took a good, good bump. Good rock bottom through the here. table. Um, okay. Obviously they're, uh, <laughs> obviously they're going to use a plant for this spot. My only thing is, um, no one, no one owns a Vengeance Day t-shirt. The guy and, was wearing anyway, a Vengeance Day t-shirt. And anyone who yeah. does, who bought it when they went to the show, they ain't wearing that to go and see another NXT shirt. Show. At us, do it's... you own an NXT <laughs> Vengeance Day? The only reason you own it is because you were there. Because you were there, yeah. And I don't think you'd be wearing this. Um, so I'm expecting come on, someone it, it, Attention to DL guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, th- this, what was the, the word, the thing they said? They Invictus. were like, uh, they said, we are no longer inclusive we are was it destructive or something they basically said like we've been talking bullshit we're not woke anymore we're not (laughs) this is the four it's us against the world and we're gonna pass judgment on you all damn so they're they're no longer woke they they've i what i got is they've like pulled the veil back now they're like yeah we we don't care about recruiting people like we're here to fuck everyone up they've just revealed that this whole time his whole 
spiel of, you know, you know, letting everyone yeah. in. It's all lies. This whole progressive yeah. world he was pushing it's on better. everyone. It's better. This group already looks so much better. They I look, think, yeah, since, with their gear. Rain. Yeah. Um, I thought this was, I didn't think this was a a home run of us. No. But I, I'm, I much prefer them just being like, hey, we, look, we're bad guys and we're going to fuck everyone up, which <laughs> is what I took from this. Yeah. Um, it was still a little, it was still hokey and shit, but it, like. It's Ava's flock. Yeah. I, I think it's definitely Ava. I, I think she sounds good as well when she talks. And I think. Yeah, me too. Putting more attention on her is a, is a good move. And the rock bottom. Nice little touch there. Yeah. But she's throwing shade at Papa Rock. Yeah. Saying the blood ties aren't united just because we're family. Yeah. What do you, do you think, uh, she, she saw Black Adam? She was not a fan and she says, get out. I'm with these guys. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> she hated that movie so much. <laughs> that that was it. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> Wanna watch it later? Yeah, all right. <laughs> if our internet works. We go to Trick backstage. Trick's being interviewed and says Carmelo's supposed to be here, but he's getting ready for his title match later tonight. And says that Wesley's Cinderella story ends tonight when Wes walks in. And says, oh, settle down, Trick. I'm not here to fight. But you're saying that Trick is the best? He goes, Trick is the best. Mello is... Sorry, he says Carmelo is money. And he doesn't need me to, to beat you. He goes, oh, so he doesn't need you. So that means you won't be there. And he goes, no, no, no. I'll, I'll be there. And he says, no, you won't. You just said he doesn't need you. So I I will not be seeing you out there. So basically, tricked Trick into not going out yeah. there for Mello's match later tonight. And he goes, ah, oh, he tricked me. And walks off. Trick or tricked. We get a vignette, are you ready, for NXT champion Braun Breaker, and he's Braun gone fishing. Fucking loves fishing. Braun Breaker revealing here that on his days off, it's a vignette, he just loves to go fishing. He says, I'm just a regular guy. I'm a fisherman. He says, when I won the NXT title, I felt like I was on top of the world. I felt like Superman. And as time goes on, more weight and more pressure keeps being applied to my life. And that's why I come out here. And it shows him out in the daytime, out in a lake with his little boat, with his fishing rod. And he's just, he's fishing. He's just out there, man, fishing. And he says that, uh, you know, as it gets colder, the winter comes, it gets a little harder. So I change up my bait. I change up the ways to catch these fish. And it shows him catching them. And what a nice guy, Braun. He catch and release. Puts him yeah. back in. He says... She's just bitten the head off. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of down. Yeah, if, Back in the day, wrestling wrestlers probably would have done that. Uh, he then says... Uh, like, people say that uh, I'm not as... I'm, I'm slowing down or I'm not as active. Well, that's not true. Because another challenge ends and another begins right away. So, if you're ever looking for me, after I win the title match in a few weeks, you'll find me out here. So, Braun... Out fishing. I mean, I know uh, a lot of people love world famous professional wrestler Kazuchika Okada, mm. and he is a well known fisherman. He loves to fish on his days off. Maybe you know. I, I something about like, it. You do see. Uh, you do see with actual athletes. Yeah. When they're being interviewed, they're like, "How do you like zen out?" Kind of. You yeah. know, like when you you compete at this high level. Yeah. And you often see videos like this where it's like, oh, I just go to my quiet place. So I go. So I kind of liked it. It, it. it kind of felt uh, very like just real. It's a it's a bit jarring because you've got all the silliness on the rest of the show. And then you're just watching a vignette of a guy saying, hey, I just, just go like fishing. fishing. I like fishing sometimes. It's not he's not pitching a I'm a fisherman gimmick. He's not yeah. coming back 
like that that guy from the Simpsons, you know, like the, <laughs> it's not he's dying anything like that. But I got a real kind of like sports vibe from this. Yeah, you know, something I got from this was showing that he's like a more of a real person kind of thing. Like, uh, yeah, and yeah. I think they present the way the way he comes out and he's just like in his blue jeans and like he's the everyman yeah. kind of thing. Hey, man, I. I I dig it. I, yeah. I dig it for sure. I mean, it's funny because he's out there fishing and it's like, oh, look, it's just our champion fishing. But I mean, it is it is something people do. I so. thought at one point he was going into a, a metaphor because he was talking about like in the winter changing his bait and stuff yeah. like that. And I thought he was like saying, because when I get a, a new opponent, I've got to think of the different ways I can catch them or whatever. But nah, he's just like, nah. And then and catch once fish. I finish fishing, I then go and wrestle and I win. His fish was an, it was a little fish, but you know, it's not, I bet there's some good fish out down there in Florida. It's not the size, it's the way you use <laughs> Yeah, it. yeah. I'm sure Braun's caught bigger fish, but you know, it's all right. Good, good for Braun. I like this. It made me want to go fishing. Have you ever been fishing? I, no, I've gone crabbing. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that what you mean by food poisoning uh, last week? <laughs> Have you been crabbing? No. It's, not that I know. It's you, you get like a little, like it's your own like little fishing rod, and you you catch crabs. Okay. It's like a lot of like holiday resorts in the UK, go like crabbing. beach towns. You go crabbing. <laughs> We're going crabbing. And then you, you're like, oh, like I went as a kid. So yeah. You eventually catch a crab, and you go, fuck, I've got a crab. What yeah. do I do? You just throw it back. Oh, so you don't like keep them or? No, I, what do I do with the crab? Cook them. I'm just on. I'm just on my holiday. <laughs> I don't want to eat this. I don't want to murder these crabs. Fishing is is very relaxing. Yeah, I would like to go fishing sometime. It can be there's something there's I'll, something there's I'll get Bron to take me. Yeah, there's something can about go to going Sunrise out. Diner and then with Apollo <laughs> and then we'll down go in crabbing. Florida. Yeah, it's it's nice when you're just out there. You know, burning one. You're just you and the fish. You know, it's a good time. I, I respect Bron for for letting us into his world of fishing because I'm sure it's his his thing. But. Uh, you just promoted a title match, a world title match between a guy who writes in his journal at a diner and a guy who fishes. I don't give a fuck about this title match at all. Sorry. Love you, Braun. But wow. Uh, great. Great storyline for this, yeah, too. They, they need to build some heat. What the fuck? They need to beat some heat. For this <laughs> let's, let's bring it out of the, the, hey, you know what? He's fishing. Nice guy. This is the match you're promoting? A guy who goes to the diner? A guy who fishes. All right. This is what you do on your days off. Why don't we? This almost seems like part of something you'd have in a prime target, yeah. like a longer, like twenty-minute dock to like sure. build up the match. Yeah, uh, I agree. There, there isn't heat at all no. for this. They need to start, like you know, do the old tag team partners that don't get along. One accidentally beats the like knocks the other one. Braun Braun brings a fish to the diner, gets them to cook it for Apollo. Here you go. Just leaves a rotten fish in his locker just to fuck with him. <laughs> That's what Apollo should do to Braun. <laughs> yeah. Should bring in a fish and be like, yeah. here you Just go. Both bring fish. My fish is bigger. <laughs> Something like that. Well, uh, the the fish sure won't let... Imagine Braun was out there fishing and then all of a sudden there's just all these waves because Sol Ruka has got to oh, come yeah. in here and, and surf. Because it cuts to her in- entrance and her video now, the screen like is all waves and stuff. Pretty cool. Righteous, dude. Uh, the waves come crashing and it hurts inside. Sol Ruka is here and uh, she says that uh, she heard what Zoe said, but uh, the locker room doesn't need your negative energy. <laughs> I surf it. I hate this I l- <laughs> Yeah, I love it. So Zoe Stark this, versus This Sol girl Ruka. burns sage. As she this girl? The room, doesn't she? Uh, I don't know. She looks like she's like, like in 
crazy shape and like just works out all the time and handstands. No, everywhere. but the whole negative energy thing. I don't know if she's burning sage, but she'll definitely read her horos- different 100%. horoscopes like every 100%. every day for sure. Uh, she Zoe Stark, Soul Ruka one on one. Zoe is is mean Zoe now, so she goes after Soul here, who escapes a headlock by a hand standing out of it. Very impressive. There's more handsprings and like a double jump to land on her feet. Very cool. Uh, Zoe starts faking an injury and then like goats in Soul to then super kick her in the face. She's beating down on her. She then has her ringside and then pulls the ring skirt over her. Very Fit Finley-esque here. Just starts beating the hell out of her. She puts her in the ring, but Soul comes back with some flipping counters and some kicks. And then climbs up top, goes for a missile drop kick, but gets dropped. And then there's the huge knee by Zoe, and she puts her to sleep here. And Zoe wins the match. Uh, after the match, she tries to attack her, but Nikita shows up. And scares Zoe mm. off. So this feud will continue between the two of them. But a pretty short match. I kind of get sort of uh, Casey Catanzaro vibes from Sol Ruka. Like when when she started where she can do some really unique things that we don't really see people do. But the the actual fundamentals aren't really there yet. So it, it's kind of cool for now. You see her do some flashy yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But like she also needs to kind of learn how to wrestle. Sure. She, she's new, but that that's good. Kind of what I'm getting. Casey figured it out. Like I think she's she's great yeah. now. Um, I hope Sol Ruka can. Like she's she's new. There's definitely potential there. And definitely in this women's division offers something a little different. But yeah, like definitely needs to work on the basics. Just doing handstands will get you like be your spots and stuff. But yeah, she's got a rumble more. save spot like ready, hasn't she? You know, <laughs> For like, sure. Yeah, if you follow her on her socials, like she, she seems like she lives this like you know surfer kind of vibe mm. gimmick in real life. It looks like that. So I'm like, all right, if you could get the wrestling down, even her short little promo, she sounded really good mm. actually. So I like that she's tying in the sur- like a surfer thing is an easy way to start. That can easily evolve into kind of like I'm not saying you know stoner gimmick like She'll Matt, become Matt Riddle, Matt yeah. Riddle, but you know I'm kind of thinking that equivalent. Uh, but yeah, uh, Nikita also, Nikita wearing some new gear here, uh, which I imagine that is. First time we've seen her in her heel persona. Zoe. Uh, yeah, Zoe. Yeah. Well, Nikita. Oh, Nikita. Nikita yeah, had yeah. changed. As Nikita well. had different gear. And I feel like that's a match that's happening at deadline as well. The singles that match. That makes sense. Yeah. We go to Idris and Malik backstage. They're in the parking lot and uh, they're talking to Von Wagner. And they're trying to get Vaughn to go out with them. They're like, yo, Vaughn, we know you're going to get back on top. We but, lose uh, a lot and then we party. Yeah. Hey, look, you're looking sharp. Uh, and, and sorry, Vaughn says, hey, you know, you guys are looking sharp. You guys got some swag. I could use a, use a night out being mediocre for once. And they go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Idris tries to fight him and says, you're, you're disrespecting us. He says, you guys don't know about success. And then sucker punches Malik. Sucker punches Idris. Starts to beat both of them up when Odyssey Jones kind of comes in for the save as Vaughn runs off. But uh, Vaughn ripped and and took Malik's sweater vest. Oh, man. So uh, I think we're getting Odyssey v. Vaughn very soon. Okay. But yeah. The parking lot. Vaughn's rehab feud, I guess, after losing the title match. Idris and Malik, though. Like, you have a whole roster of people you You've thought, chosen Vaughn. You chose Vaughn to go out with. Maybe, maybe they're just those guys, though, right? Like, ah, like, let's give him a chance. Let's yeah. try and turn him around a bit. Yeah. Old Vonnie, Vonnie boy. <laughs> Come Tuesday. 
Joe Blow. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> we go to a video vignette for, is it Charlie Dempsey? Yes. R- little Regal Jr. It's all of him like doing different workouts. He says, today, uh, wrestlers are just concerned about all these different workout techniques and stuff. All I need is a deck of cards. And I watch and study superstars like uh, Gotch and Billy Robinson. And they didn't have all these things. They just had their bodies and they trained. And I train like they used to train. I'm not waking up choosing my outfits or getting getting the Instagram poses down. I don't work on my beach muscles. I get real muscles because people need to remember that professional wrestling is a serious business. Uh, but also name naming like Carmelo... Uh, was it Braun? There's a, Wes, a few, a few names basically being like your paper, your fake, you know, tough guys. So kind of calling out everyone. I like it. It's, it's a real, like he's doing the Timothy Thatcher gimmick, but I think it, this is the right gimmick for him. For sure. It suits him. Like looking at him, like hearing him talk. Uh, I like it. Just this, like I'm fed up of all this other. Fake, fake shit like yeah all the all this superficial stuff i mean do. he's watching the this day of wrestling and i'll stretch you and beat you up he's been watching the show i mean it's there's a university there's a superhero yeah. there's now a poem guy i don't know a poet i don't know it's just and due to like uh like submissions errors like he can't get into bcc so he's he's here <laughs> uh, i don't know if anyone's getting into bcc yeah anymore. yeah true well uh we then go to our next match which is chase you duke and andre chase going up against pretty deadly and the titles are on the line uh booker t was going off here he was talking about how he loves pretty deadly he was talking about how you may know about kung fu but it doesn't mean you know shampoo uh then he started referencing his Famous shampoo storyline with Edge. Yeah, which which always makes me think, why would Edge and Booker T be advertising the same shampoo? I'm sure they'd be using different shampoos, no? Still shampoo. I mean, it's shampoo, okay, but like, like, I just always think that's one of the weirdest storylines yeah. to set up a ma- It's like you might as well spill a cup of coffee on someone and <laughs> set up Pissing a mate. Pissing their tea. <laughs> Something like that, right? Yeah. Uh, well, Booker T loves Pretty Deadly. Yeah, he, he went on this for a long time. Yeah. Uh, we get Andre Chase in here with Prince. And man, Andre Chase, every time we see him wrestle, he's still not wearing wrestling gear, but he can wrestle. There's Matt wrestling here. Uh, he's going on and on. Uh, Pretty Deadly start to tag in and out and work on him. They do this like mini event Omega, which is the splash leg drop combo for a two count. But then Andre starts out wrestling both of these guys. There's like different counters to get in different pinning predicaments. Uh, there's a huge chase you chant as they go to break. Uh, eventually, Thea gets like knocked down on the outside, which the crowd are pissed. And Duke is pissed. He comes running. Duke finally gets in a hot tag. He clears the ring. He's busting both these guys' heads in. Eventually, tags Ch- uh, Andre back in. Uh, but then there's a miscommunication when Duke nails Chase in the face with a big boot. They then grab him and throw him out. And they hit spilt milk on Andre and get the one, two, three to retain the tag titles. But part of me was just like, man, how funny would it be if we got a nice little run by Duke Hudson and Andre Chase? I was bummed out. They got me, man. I think it's something you could do with with more build. Like, yeah. Um, I then then again, I I think Andre Chase is a pretty good wrestler, and he always actually impresses in ring. Uh, Duke, I. I 
I enjoyed the story th- thing in this match because you question why did Duke tag Andre Chase back in because he was so beaten up. Yeah. But it also looked like Duke was trying to like do a double team. I think move. so. Yeah. But in story, it goes, ah, did he do that deliberately? Did he do it right. because he he knew he was beaten up? So it, they're still kind of playing with that thing. So I thought that was done quite well. But I actually think they're better wrestlers than Pretty Deadly. So I'd, I'd actually be for... I'd actually be for a tag title run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two. Look, we love Pretty Deadly, but their wrestling still just does not hit. It's always the person they're with. And I get it. They're heels, classic heel stuff. But I can't name any other moves that they do other than that heart attack move they yeah. hit. So it's, it's just not interesting, is it? Yeah, and I guess it's effective heel work because I think they're hilarious. I love mm. the look. I love everything. Yes, boy for life. But the wrestling still isn't quite... I'm not usually excited about their matches. But for me... In this match, the story of Andre was was really fun and interesting, and he is a good wrestler. He can mat wrestle for sure. Uh, so yeah, they retain. Where do you see the deadline tag title picture? Because you had Diamond Mine Ivy kind of being mad they're not going. You could have a multi. I mean, we assume there's only going to be five matches. Oh yeah, they they do six tops, don't they? So yeah. you've already you've already got three confirmed, right? The title match and the the two Iron Survivors. Yeah. Which the answer, yeah, they're both going to be 25. So hmm. it might, the tag titles might not be on the line. Interesting. I don't, I don't know. Well, we go to a TikTok of Roxanne Perez and Nikita, and they're all happy at a live show last weekend when there's a brawl with Indy Hartwell and people yelling, and then Electra Lopez, there's drama, which all sets up so, this match. So it was. Uh, Indy and Roxanne? Yeah, no, it wasn't. Yeah, the brawl did come out, but it was. Indy was pissed because Roxanne said she's a friend and didn't watch her match. Right. She was like, you're out here playing on TikTok when I've oh. got a match and you said you're my friend. I actually quite liked how they they did this across the two TikToks. Right. And then, like, cause people do that. Like, they'll go, oh, look at this. This fight's kicking off here. They'll yeah. film it. So, cutting to Electra, I thought it was a an interesting different way of... I preferred this to, like, the toxic attraction weird group chat thing they had with, with the cameraman with the graphics changing and yeah yeah all that this felt more like a better way of doing it uh, i i agree i just found it fun i i find it kayfabe wise here of course strictly uh heels that are always out of their minds roxanne tried to be her friend last week mm. and then now this week she's like why didn't you watch my match yeah <laughs> it's like uh because you told me to fuck off yeah. that's why <laughs> so indy's the delusional heel now and i and I think doing more things at these live shows is is quite fun. Yeah. Because um, I didn't it start with them going, oh yeah, like we're just t- cutting a TikTok because we just won our our six yeah. minute tag kind of thing. Yeah, uh, I'm for that. I'm okay with that. Uh, we get uh, what do we have here? We we have Nikita backstage with Caden and Katana, and she says, you know, I'm going to help you with Toxic Attraction next week. So six woman tag. Toxic Attraction versus Nikita Kaden and... They kind of buried the hatchet after their, like, tag yeah, feud. Yeah, true. Then we go to our main event, the North American title on the line. The champion, Wesley, defending against Carmelo Hayes. Usually Carmelo comes out last with a pretty cool champion entrance, but wasn't the case. But he did have a him shirt. Mm. Is this like the band him? <laughs> I don't think that's that's what he was going for, no. but he because he always says I am him. I am, yeah. Him. Uh, and we- lo- long tights this time. Long boys, short, yeah, yeah. Carmelo's wearing long boys. 
Wes comes out. He gets the championship entrance. There's like a, a phoenix graphic and then like a, a stone on the ground that mm-hmm. he's like standing on. And it's basically the phoenix rising from the ashes. His gear was pretty cool as well. Uh, definite kind of big fight feel for this title match here. I was looking forward to these two tangling up again. And uh, I was pretty impressed. Uh, there's a series right away of they're just going back and forth, one-upping each other with roll-ups. There's a double pump kick early on. They go to picture-in-picture where Mello hits the fadeaway and then starts to work the shoulder. Uh, Mello is money, so Mello uses the money clip here, which I like the little things. Uh, eventually gets Wes back up and hit. Mello does that crazy springboard flying clothesline, but this one... This one was special. He, it almost looked like a, like a reverse neck breaker or sling blade, blade or something. Or... Like the, the distance he got from this springboard yeah. looked awesome. Uh, he does this move great. I always remember Mark Jindrak always had a good flying clothesline, but man, Mello's is even better than that. Looked great. Uh, he does the ball in pose as he's, he's getting the crowd, trying to get the crowd behind him, but of course he's the bad guy, so the, cr- tra- the crowd is booing. So when he does the ball in thing and like pretends that it goes in, the crowd goes air ball. They start chanting air ball, which I thought was funny. Wes comes back. There's a German and then there's a strike fest. There's a running uppercut, a Rana spike, which was awesome for a near fall. Oh, yeah. A 450 miss into an inside cradle. Mello hits his satellite face buster, just busting his face. He's got the best one because yeah. he like really slams them. Uh, Wes comes back with a Meteora. We have then Trick running out, who said he wasn't, but he's there. Wes then takes him out with a Tope Conhilo. Back in the ring, hits a backwards handspring Pele kick. Uh, and then a Fisherman Buster Falcon Arrow. One, two, three. Wesley retains the NXT North American Championship in a, what I would call, takeover level worthy match. match. Yeah, this was awesome. I will say, I think... NXT has, over the last month or so, found its form of putting on at least one very strong match a week. We've had the... JD McDonough's had a great series. He had the the Ilya match, the Axiom match, the uh, the Apollo Crews match. And now we've got this between these two. I thought this kind of felt to me like old NXT, where you'd get these high-quality TV matches. This was excellent. Yeah. I, I knew, like... These two, we, we've seen what they can do. They're both spectacular and just have them to go at it. I thought it was great giving Wes that real definitive win as well. This wasn't Mello kind of slipping on a banana peel. This was like an emphatic win from Wes, which is good, solidifies his reign. Interesting. I assume Mello's going to now be in this Iron Survivor. He can move on. I I'd have him win the thing. I would have him win it. Um, but I thought, like, go out of your way and watch this one. Um, Absolutely. Jerry Picker, because this was really, really strong stuff. I didn't feel shortchanged either. They worked at such a pace where they, yeah. had, they had probably 12 minutes, something like that. Um, but I didn't feel shortchanged from it. I, no, I yeah. thought this was brilliant. Yeah, these two killed it, man. Uh, Wes just going on the whole Phoenix rising from the ashes. They don't tell us, hey, he lost his partner, but they tell us, hey, he lost his partner. And he's not here anymore, and he's been put into this singles thing, and it is totally working. Uh, from the beginning, we, it was such a rocky thing with the whole, like, I'm sad, but I'm not explaining why and all this stuff. And just now being thrown in as the singles competitor, totally, like, killing it here. Yeah. And and Mello is money, man. I, I've talked about it so many times, but he should be the next NXT champion. And if that's not even the case, then just put him on the main roster with him and Trick. Uh, I think he... I, I do. I do really... I, I do want to see that Bron match before they move sure. him up. Because for me, they really seem like the two... 
like big stars, big stars from the two point. I know Mello was there just before two sure. but like they feel like the the two like like one A one B for sure in this company. I the think the A champion. Uh, yeah, Wes brought it. Mello brought it. No surprise. Would highly recommend checking this out if you haven't. But yeah, this was awesome. Uh, like again, I I love when you. I, I know NXT has had its changes. I know a lot of people don't watch it anymore, but it still has consistently put on at least one match that I went, "Wow, that was worth yeah. watching the show tonight." And I would say uh, that these guys definitely did that. And one day, somehow, some way, they will fight again and it'll be even better and crazier because these two meshed really well together uh fantastic stuff but after the match wesley is celebrating and his graphics are up with the the phoenix and the ashes and all that stuff when these gates open and he's looking like what are these gates the animation and he turns around and it's top gun or someone in aviators oh it's dijack as booker t says who fuck's sake Dijak then grabs Wes and hits the feast your eyes, the torture rack into the knee, and then stands tall. So Dijak making it clear he is back. He's not Dijakovic. Mm. He's just Dijak wearing a leather jacket and some aviators here. Uh, yeah. I wonder the if they drop in the first name as well. I think he might. I think so. What I like is it's just a natural. Obviously, he went by what Donovan Dijak on the indies. Yeah. Um, but I, I remember when. Moro used to call his matches, he'd abbreviate Dijakovic to Dijak anyway. So it feels just like a a natural progression. But Booker shouting who? Just come on. Like this guy's <laughs> been in the company for like years now. Yeah. Um don't don't do that. Doing the Snoop Dogg who? meme. My favourite thing. Uh yeah. Uh but no, happy we we obviously knew he was coming back. Um Wesley Dijak sounds pretty pretty good to me. I mean, I imagine that is at the yeah, deadline. I would hope show. so. Yeah, um, unfortunately, you would think that Dijak wins because it's his first match back. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, pretty cool ending. I I love Dijak. I think that's a better name for him. Uh, I'm making fun of him wearing aviators. Maybe that's not quite the the best look. Oh, I thought he looked good. He looked cool. He looked cool once he took them off. I thought like I feel like it's uh like kind of hokey that he's just leather classic wrestler like leather jacket better I, than what he had before i thought he looked better than both his original gears gear yeah yeah and the, obviously better than the retribution yeah, stuff fair enough i i'm for it um, i'm all for see, it he's great I, I hope his promos aren't gonna be all this stuff he's been doing in the vignettes about justice and shit yeah like, just be a wrestler just I'm, be a guy i'm for this feud i think I think it will be a, a solid match between these two. Uh, but a solid episode of NXT. I mean, I know it's still NXT, but there was, like I always say, there's some good and some bad. Uh, really love the main event. Definitely put me in a fantastic mood. Whenever you give me a match that I just can uh, just mark out over, I'm I'm a happy camper. Call me crazy. I like my wrestling. I, I Honestly, I'd start putting the way NXT has been recently. I think it's it's where it was pre 2.0. I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying it's the glory days. It's not 2017, but I think it is that kind of like year, like USA year now. The quality. Sure. I think. I think we're seeing good development from these some of these PC recruits. Yeah. Um. I, I like we're getting again like top quality matches. Um. We get a little bit of goofiness, but not. It's not bombarded with goofiness. Yeah. 
but scripts, man, that was. <laughs> I, I I thought it was a pretty solid episode, but man, that was such a whimper. Yeah, that was really bad. Uh, I want Reggie. It's cool that Reggie's back down in NXT, but why are you an terrible, acrobatic terrible, poet? Terrible, terrible, terrible. So weird. So so weird. Well, that's what we thought of NXT. We're going to go to our Facebook group, the Up Next group. Join it, if you please, and we'll read your Facebook comments here for the show. I see Fire Frank writing in here some thoughts. He says, Wes Mello was a fire main event. Welcome back, Dijak. And then in brackets, oh yeah, inside joke for longtime listeners. Uh, remember the cameo? Yeah. <laughs> he said, Frank continues, I want to go fishing with Braun. Booker was on one tonight. Shout out Reggie the Wisp. On to other things. I had a ball Saturday in Newark. Shout out everyone who came out. Everyone was great. Even WH Park. We had a great conversation. So nicely, finally meeting so many people for the first time, like WH, John, Way, Jordan, Andrew, Benno, among others, as well as getting the picture with Jordan taken by Chris Leone. As all of us... Yeah, uh, Fire Frank signed uh, Jordan's Metro. Club. New York Metro Pass. And in the picture, Jordan looks like... Like a child at Disney. Yeah. getting an He kind of always looks like a child. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Frank continues and says, uh, And to all of us in the extended post family just taking over a section at Full Gear, shout out my BSK brothers. Follow the frog. The champ is still here. Mm. Yes, he is. He is. He is. Undeniable. We go to Sean McTeer who says, Decent show overall. The show got off to a slow start in the first hour. Toxic attraction promo was the same old, same old. Cora Wendy was okay. Why do people continue to bump for soda? Ivy and Kiana had some good bits and Fallon looked really good as well. Scripts being repackaged, Reggie was a huge letdown and I don't know what that schism segment was for. The second hour was much stronger with a better better than expected showing from Sol Ruka and a hell of a knee strike from Zoe. And great physicality from Nikita. I like the bit when they used a live event to set up Roxanne and Indy for next week. We also got a great impromptu tag title match, which furthered the very entertaining Chase U story. And finally, we got an amazing main event where Wesley finally got to stand tall right before Dijak showed up to knock him back down. Looking forward to more from the women's division next week, as well as the announcement of the Iron Survivor participants. Yes. Uh, and then Magan writes in, all I needed to see was the main event. Mello and Wes shut it down, and the return of Dijak was strong. Yeah. Yes, yes it was. So next week, Shawn Michaels going to reveal who's in this deadline Iron Survivor Challenge, both men and female, uh, men and women's uh, matches. Who do we see? Mello? Mello, Vaughn. JD. JD. Ilya? Tyler Bate? All the same people we've seen. Uh, I mean, Axiom. Th- they're saying Axiom's still out for a while. Like Axiom and Ilya, they could be selling that injury for a, a bit longer. Um, uh, what's the other one? Nathan Frazier? Yeah. Yeah, you could have him. Nathan Frazier, Carmelo Hayes, Von Wagner, uh, a few yeah. other people. In the women's side, I would put uh, Wendy, Wendy, Wendy Chu. Roxanne, Indy, yeah. and Ivy. Nikita, or Nikita. Nikita, yeah, probably. Could be Nikita. Although Nikita and Zoe... Might have a oh, fair enough. Yeah, they could both be in that match. Too, yeah, instead. But yeah, okay, cool. So uh, yeah, next week we got that. I feel like they announced some other matches next week, but uh, uh, Indy versus Roxanne's next week. Got We've you. got the six woman tag with Nikita, Caden, and Katana versus Toxic Attraction. Nice, 
Okay, so it's coming into shape. And so is Deadline with some matches. So that was NXT. Thank you guys for listening to us talk all about it. You want to hear us talk about more? Well, we're going to do BD Elite on this very feed uh, tomorrow night, Wednesday night, after Dynamite. We'll record live on Twitch and YouTube. Follow us. Join us live. If not, the podcast will be on this feed. We're going to give all our thoughts on Full Gear uh, in New York and give thoughts on tomorrow's Dynamite and everything else going on. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you want to hear more, even more, patreon.com slash up next for only five bucks. You get access to almost 500 different podcasts. So many. Movie reviews, best match ever, retro pay-per-view reviews, everything. Everything you ever needed is on there. So go check it out for only five bucks. We thank you so much and love all our listeners and anyone from this week and all that fun stuff. It was a complete joy. So thanks, guys. Uh, at Up Next Podcast on the Insta- on the Twitter, we will be having an Instagram, a new Twitter, and a TikTok hope, all yeah, coming. Hopefully it doesn't get pulled down. Yeah, hopefully not. So, uh, yes, look forward to the future with us. And Up Next isn't going anywhere, but follow the frog. The frog, ribbit, ribbit. Get hit with that Poison Rana coming very, very soon. And we could not do that with all of our listeners out there. So thank you guys for... For listening to us. We can't we can't say thanks enough. I myself, Brayden Harrington, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at the Bray D. And I am at Davey Portman. That's it, that's all. Take care, goodbye, be safe, and I got it this week. It's coming home. (laughs) Ahoy!